Shut up and sit down. All right, so we just lost our Facebook live feed that we were doing, but we got a good 15 minutes um, of talking about like nutrition and stuff and, and training. So anyway, so yeah, so the Cutler stuff was really good. Um, Ronnie Coleman's got oh, yeah. a company, Dorian Yates. Right. And for all you people out there that don't know, these are all professional, like world champions, Mr. Olympia, Mr. Olympia right. winning professional bodybuilders. Um, Richie Gaspari never won the Olympia. Um, he took second to Lee Haney, Yeah. Uh, what, three times? I think he did win uh, back when Mr. World, Mr. Universe. He won Mr. Around. Universe, and he won right. the first Arnold Classic. Right. And then, but the the Olympia, he never did win. And he took, I, I believe it was he took third to Lee Haney the first eight time yeah. in a row, Mr. Olympia, in yeah. the 80s and early. And, well, his last one was in 91, when Doreen Yates right. took second. Yeah. And then, obviously, then he won six, and then yeah. Coleman won eight. Or, well, yeah, Coleman won eight, right. Cutler won two, Dexter Jackson won one, Cutler right. won two more. Heath won seven, and then Sean right. Roden, and then uh, Brandon Curry yeah. won the last one, yeah. which was kind of surprising. He's really come come up. Yeah, the, the last year lineup was uh, lacking. I, I still miss Kai Green. He's yeah, uh, the predator. He, yeah, he, uh, you know, they're they're trying to scale down the size from being mass monsters now. Yeah, which I, I approve of. You know, because you've got the classic physique, uh, and then uh, uh, men's physique. Yeah, categories now. Um, yeah, but Kai. Dude, he was he should have beat Heath in yeah. uh what was it, thirteen? Yeah. Uh, and fourteen, yeah. I think. The two years he took second to Heath, it's, like you know, it's the politics behind it, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, you you I don't know if you know, ever heard the story about when Dorian Yates won I think it was either the fifth or the sixth one in a row. He had torn his I think it was his bicep or his tricep. Yeah, right. And he, like he didn't have it fixed, it was peeled off. Yeah, it looked gross yeah. too. Like and I think Nasser Al Sambate. Yeah. Should have won, but they called Dorian into the office before yeah. the thing, and it was just I forget. I think it was like Flex Wheeler or Sean Ray was talking about it, and they're yeah. like, "Dude, it, we knew the fix was in." Mm-hmm. Like, and he shouldn't have won. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he he ushered in the mass monster era, right? Yeah, and you know, four of the six he should have won. There's two of those. There's the the year that Sean Ray should have beat him, right? Yeah. That one year, yeah, because he looked really good. Oh yeah, but he was tiny. Yeah, he was. He's only like what five five. five yeah, they're or five six. Yeah, so we're pretty small. Yeah, and Dorian Yates is is about what five ten five eleven. Yeah, but I mean, dude, like when he showed up, like that, especially the ninety two. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Like he like they called that tracksuit he had on the TARDIS, like in Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, and he, dude, like he, they were like Flex Wheeler was like, dude, he peeled that, or maybe it was. I think it was Flex Wheeler, and he's like, dude, he peeled that thing off backstage, and everybody's jaw just dropped. Yeah. And we're like, oh shit! And they pretty much knew, like, we're I guess we're all fighting for second place, because mm-hmm. I mean, he just like, dude, that guy took it to a whole nother level. Yeah, he he really brought in some new training techniques and uh, supplementation that brought in a whole new size. And people before that, you know, people uh, were like, you you can't do these training techniques and get that large. And he was like, well, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, I guess we need to try this. And then. They put on another hundred pounds of muscle in a couple of years. Oh yeah. Well, he was doing the thing where like he'd do like two warm up sets, and then one all out, set. and then one all out set for six reps. Yeah. I actually tra- back when I was at, at the factory, I was uh, training that way. I've tried it myself. Yeah. yeah. It's it's, I, it's I, intense. Yeah. It's I don't know how he did it. It's well, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> like he was on a thousand dollars worth of gear every week. <laughs> you know. Well, it's just the the mental focus to be able to push all out for just six reps. Yeah. Six reps. And and then you know break down as much muscle tissue in just that one set. Possibly. Yeah, 
and then move on and still grow. And he trained multiple. He trained like Ronnie, like each body part twice twice a week was just yeah. He was insane without breaking down your body and getting sick. Or, well, and you know he's actually fortunate. Dorian yeah. is because I mean, even though he had all those injuries back then, now yeah. at an older age, right. he's living in Spain. Yeah, and he's Traveling he smokes time. a lot of weed, yeah. and he looks good, and, and he's healthy. Whereas Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman, he's yeah, I feel I feel horrible. For yeah, him. He's, well, is it like nine back surgeries uh, and like uh, seven neck surgeries? Uh, yeah, at least. And yeah, they walked him out. I think I don't know if it was last year's Olympia or the one before. They they helped him walk out. And I was yeah, like, you shouldn't have done that because it just makes him look awful. Yeah, and he you know he was he was frail looking, he bent over and well he's uh, on those crutches. Yeah, but he still had two people holding him too. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah, and it was it was awful. And he came out and talked. I'm like, you that's it's just you know embarrassing him. It's wow. He's he's you know, but everybody still it's like you know, the king of, of bodybuilding. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, eight. He's the second guy to win eight in a row. Right. And the I mean, biggest person ever is. Oh, ever. dude, I, what was the year he walked out and he was two eighty seven? Yeah. On stage at three percent body fat. Everybody knew that it was it was over. Like you're just like, yeah, he's taking one, two, and three. Like he's just yeah. Well, Cutler got second that year. Yeah, he looked like a refrigerator. Yeah, he was one. (laughs) He was a big dude. He was a cop. Yeah, in Dallas. Oh, uh, Ronnie. Yeah. Yeah, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, he was a he was an active duty police officer when he started winning the Olympia and still worked eight ten hour. Yeah. Days and yeah. then went and trained for yeah. three or four hours. Yeah, with Brian that. Dobson at the yeah. Metroflex. Well, and then, you know, another guy who was also is uh, Sergio Oliva. Yeah. The guy that Arnold finally beat. Right. He won three in a row back in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. And uh, uh, he was a uh, cop in Chicago. Oh. And then, yeah, so it's it's kind of crazy, dude. Like Steve Kuklo, King yeah. Snake. Yeah. He's a, f- a firefighter in Dallas. Right. Yeah. So, and he just won something recently, didn't he? Um, I don't keep up as much now, but. I'm not sure because they just had a New York pro. Yeah, I think it was last had, year though. Yeah, he won. Might have been like the like the the Florida pro or yeah. Sacramento pro or something. Right. Like he won he won something. He looked really good. Yeah. And then he top what was he eighth last year at the Olympia? Yeah. Or something. And he's been moving up, but it, the dude's a full time firefighter. Right. And they, they have a weird schedule. They'll work like what's it like forty eight hours on yeah, two on one off. Or and something. then they have like. Uh, whatever however many days off i right. don't really know the schedule but but yeah dude those... Cedric mcmillan is a full-time you know uh, uh u.s army military yeah yeah and and uh, i don't know yeah i don't know how people do that i don't it's either incredible have you seen his training videos yeah he's he's dude he's in he was in iraq yeah. <laughs> and he's like lifting like pallets of yeah. like mres and shit yeah and like like he's insane when he what and he won what two arnold classics or just one yeah, i I think it might have been two. Oh, yeah, I, I can't remember. I know that the year that he won, because Arnold is a big fan of his. Yeah. And it was like, I kind of think the fix was in that year. Well, he's also got the aesthetics, and he, he's not just a blob. Yeah, he's, and he's, he's got a really six, good X taper. Yeah, he's, he's a big dude. He's like Tony Freeman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the X Man. X Man. Yeah, that dude was a beast. <laughs> I, was a, I was a big fan of him when he was still competing. He's from Florida. Yeah. So I used to go to the Dexter Jackson Classic. Oh, okay. And, and meet a lot of those guys. And when I met Dexter, you know, I, you know, seen them in magazines and on, on videos and stuff and you, you think these guys are giants and Dexter, oh he's tiny Dexter was like five five yeah but he was like six times wider than me yeah he's huge and uh nice guy but it's it's like a comic book in person it's literally so incredible and you're like how can anybody do that yeah and it's you know the genetics that they have are just incredible to grow that large and the determination to stick with that horrible diet day after day yeah dude it's and the, rough. the training that's just brutal and Totally. Live that life. Dude, I met Tony Freeman at an expo once. That guy's arms are like me and you side by side. He's huge. Yeah. He, and he's another tall guy. 
He was like 6'3 or 6'4. Do you remember Ahmad Hadir? This is the name in, I remember. So it was back in the early 2000s. And um, so it was at a, a competition I went to, and um, he had a shirt off posing. And his abs literally stuck out an inch and a half each, each oh, boy. ab section. And I was just like, how is that even? And he had, you know, a full inch separation on his abs. There was so Down massive. the middle? Yeah. Nice. And, and it was like like someone had done an implant. Right. It was so incredible. And I'm like, that's that's nuts. How do you train like that to develop them so incredible? It's uh, Yeah. Well, you know how they do it. <laughs> well, they can't use synth on your abs. <laughs> no, but you know how they do it. I mean, and not to take away either, because one thing always makes me laugh, like with the steroid issue, is like people will be like, oh, it's just steroids. And it's like, well, listen. That doesn't get you in the gym. There's 29 tools out of 30 in a toolbox. Yeah. They have 29 of them, mm-hmm. and that final tool is the steroids. Yeah. Like, you know, like the, the, everybody's mad at the football right now, right? Oh, yeah. But my favorite example of, of, you know, a guy that's got 29 tools in his box and the 30th one is steroids is Tom fucking Brady. Yeah. I'm sorry, dude. The dude takes steroids, and people don't believe it because he's not huge. Yeah. But it's like, come on, dude. How old is he now? 43, 44? Mm-hmm. Like, really? Well, so yeah, people think they, that if you take that, you're going to get huge. You're going to turn into a bodybuilder. But every athlete, every Olympic athlete uses performance enhancing yes. one way or the other. Yes. And with the technology coming out now, they're starting gene therapy. Yep. Uh, you've got the peptides. You've got the SERMs and the SERMs. Yep. Uh, you know, and a lot of those are becoming more and more natural to influence your own genetics to, you know, maximize your potential. It's incredible, though. A lot of those have, have some incredibly positive health benefits. Yeah, they do. With peptides, with uh, joint and soft tissue healing. Well, what, what healing. was Kobe Bryant doing in Germany? The platelet therapy oh, yeah. for his knees? The plasma-rich platelet therapy. I've actually had that on my knees before. Talk about that. So, yeah, so they call it prolotherapy. It's plasma-rich platelet therapy. They extract your own blood, spin it, take out the growth factors, okay. which, which they can actually use synthetic, like human growth hormone, but this is straight from your body. Okay. And then inject it into the joints. So in between your joints, so like my knees, there's very, very little blood supply. So it never heals. But when you stimulate it and you put a irritant that's especially got the growth factors in it, right. it causes localized swelling. So after a period of time and a few injections, it actually heals that area. So oh. I did that for my – I have torn meniscus. Okay. Um, so it actually starts to heal that over time the way your body is supposed to. Um, and it actually feels incredible. It, 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 that's – when I first started that, um, I'm always um, – you know, uh, wondering if something's going to be legitimate or not. Um, and it worked wonders. And I haven't gotten it lately, but you have to get it like every six months once you start to keep it up. Right. Um, but once you start, it, like, I didn't have any pain for a couple of years doing that. Oh, wow. No pain at all. And I, because with my martial arts, lots of kicking, lots of jumping, things right. like that. Um, and it, it, it helped it. it. It was pretty tremendous. And it, it's a great thing. They can inject at any part of the, any joints of the body, the spine, the neck, the wrist. Okay. Um, and it, I think that's a, a great therapy that people should explore. I don't know if there's any place in Boise that has that. I get a lot of alternative therapies here. Right. Like IV vitamin therapy. Yeah, you told me about the place up on, uh, what's that, Eustick? Yeah. Right, Alpine? Uh, Alpine Wellness. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the place I recommend in town. They have the best prices, um, you know, the best staff there. Yeah, so the IV vitamin injections. So one thing I tell people, they ask what supplements and vitamins they take. And they say, oh, they take this orally. Well, all of the research that people read on vitamins has no oral testing. It's all from injection. Really? All the benefits benefits from the vitamins that are legitimate only comes from uh, the injection research. Okay. So with this, I get the, it's called a Myers cocktail, and it's a five or six vitamins. 
in it. Um, and one of the main ones is the B12 methylcobalamin, which is the only one that bypasses the blood-brain barrier. So it gotcha. actually makes you feel like you're on Xanax, but in a positive way. You feel incredible. Right. So it takes about 15 or 20 minutes with that. It's a small, maybe, you know, 200 cc IV bag. Very comfortable, pleasant. There's no irritants. And you feel like a million dollars afterwards. Nice. And it'll last, uh, you know, a couple of weeks and you get, get it regularly. Um, and, and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to get an injection. I don't want to get an IV. But if you feel like a million dollars, if, if they, they recommend, especially uh, cancer patients, chemo patients, people that have hangovers, right. I use it sometimes to recover, to rehydrate. And you feel like a million dollars afterwards and it's very affordable. And people have these options to increase their health and, you know, they're not utilizing it. And if Why do you think that is? It's easier to spend $30 on fast food than to spend $30 on a vitamin injection. And, uh, okay. Or thirty dollars at the bar, exactly, or a hundred dollars at the bar. Yeah, right. Who hasn't done that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not recently. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah. I quit drinking completely. Yeah. So, which is probably one of the best moves I could have ever made. It inhibits protein synthesis. That's yes. The, the main re- reason I quit drinking is because it, it was going to interfere with my muscle gain, and I wasn't going to do anything that was going to inhibit that, even in the least. Right. So, yeah, I, I would have continued drinking, but. You know, it, it interfered with my workouts. So yeah. that went out the window. It really does, too. Well, and, you know, the effects, like, in, like, like we know each other on a personal level. So, you know, like, the issues I've had because of drinking and whatever and, and being young and dumb and bulletproof yeah. and the whole yeah. bit, you know. Um, that's so – and so you brought that uh, up, something that was really interesting. So your, your soon-to-be wife um, has been battling cancer for how long? Ooh, um, almost two years now. Okay. Yeah. And so is is the vitamin therapy, like like what you're talking about, like what's kind of her, uh, I guess what's her place with it right the now? Protocol. And, yeah, and how is she combating the cancer? Um, you know, right now it's kind of difficult, but for a while I was making sure she was getting in various supplements because, um, like, the chemotherapy, it just it destroys your body. She's doing chemo? She, okay. she was, and okay. she'll probably have to end up doing it again. Um, yeah, that's, that's the most devastating garbage i've ever seen right it you know it's it's just it destroys the immune system yeah it it destroys your entire body yeah um yeah so you know there's all types of you have you know allergic extreme allergic reactions to that to the chemicals or the radiation yeah Uh, well to the chemo and it's it's a toxic substance okay and you know they there's very little actual research on it from what i've read wow okay they give it to people in hopes that it can inhibit the cancer um, from replicating so they can remove it surgically or so the radiation can actually go in and kill it. Okay. But from my research, and, and I'm you know big into alternative things that are legitimate, not voodoo. Right. Um, CBD. Um, CBDs you know, are great. CBD. There's a, a RSO, Rick Simpson Oil, is, is okay. the original guy. And it's an extremely, extremely high CBD um, kind of gel kind of substance. Yeah. And it actually helps the cancer eliminate itself and makes all the other therapies, the medical therapies, work better. Oh, wow. Um, is it like a topical Oh, uh, well, it's, it's oral. Oh, it's an oral. It just okay. comes in a little syringe and you just squeeze out a little bit of the gel at a time. Okay. Um, and it helps relax you and it helps increase appetite, um, the nausea, and all the other side effects. Right. Certain doctors, not locally, actually recommend it because they understand that, you know, you, you go to chemo or cancer and then they send you home. They don't tell you what to do. There's nobody helping you. You know, oh, they wow. just, they do it and you're going home and you're like, what do I do now? So I ended up doing all the research right. myself and, you know, 
playing, you know, being doctor and the nurse at home and the nutritionist and everything trying to, you know, help um, combat all the side effects and everything else that went along with that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 incredible. I feel awful for anybody that has to go through that. And you know, in the in the chemo center, you just see people that, you know, they look like they're all dying and very right. close. Well, would you say, from what you just said, would you say that a large uh, portion of that is from, as you said, like, you know, people aren't getting the nutrition, the side effects that the chemo is causing. So, like, for instance, like, uh, my grandmother died of cancer. Um, She got it, uh, I believe, originally in her her pancreas or her stomach, um, and it spread. And she lived for three years. Which, because she was a tough old Puerto Rican woman, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, back back east. But uh, yeah. so, you know, like the nausea, for instance. So one something I know, and I don't know a fraction of what you know about it, but something I know is is that like marijuana or THC or CBD or any of these things help the people to gain appetite. It, it's anti-nausea. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have what's your opinion then, based off of all the research you've obviously been doing, and the experience that you've been having? Of the healthcare system's handling of patients that have cancer in America, what do you, what do you, what's your take on that? Well, certain places are better than the other. Uh, you know, locally, my contention was if, if I'm the smartest person in the room and you made C's in medical school, there's an issue. <laughs> well, you know, a doctor that graduates at the bottom of his class. Yeah, they still graduate. They're He's still, still a medical doctor. doctor, right? But if they made C's or just barely passed, you know, that's what you're getting. Right. So we had some issues locally, um, and that it was actually extremely difficult to change doctors out of state. They literally tried to inhibit it. They, they, in my opinion, they threatened other doctors to not allow us to travel. Um, Why? They were. Uh, it makes them look bad. Is it a money issue? Ultimately, that's my. You know, I'm like, I'm like, if you know, if you want to do something, just be honest with me. Yeah. Are, you, are you buying a new Tesla? Are you trying to buy a second, you know, vacation house? Just be honest with me. What you're doing. Yeah, a lot of it is about money or lack of education that they just don't understand. So, like, the first surgery that she had, they neglected some very important things. Okay. So we ended up having to go to Seattle, the Seattle Cancer Center, which is incredible. They're extremely – they're you know, in my opinion, they're some of the top doctors in the country. They're the most caring, educated cancer specialists in the country. They know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. Um, and they they certainly impressed me, and they recommend alternative therapies. They're they're well aware of that you know the medical establishment does not provide everything that patients need, right? Um, and they're they're extremely professional there. Um, and then they had to go in and fix the surgery that the doctors in Boise, uh, oh wow, kind of, you know, mismanaged. Well, they botched it. Yeah. apparently. Yeah, they did, and. Uh, you know, you kind of go from there, and you know, it's, it's you literally have to do all of your own research to ask questions. Right. Because if you just let a doctor tell you what to do and just go along, well, you're not taking care of yourself. You're not looking out for yourself. You're not listening to your own body. Right. Like, why? Why would you not take charge? It's your body. Take control of it. Take charge of it. If something, if you're against cannabis and you're sick, you're punishing yourself. Right. Why would you not use it? And then a lot of people come around to like, oh, cannabis is great. You've got a lot of people that are completely anti-drug. Something happens like cancer, and they start using cannabis, and then they're like, "I'm sorry, oh, I was wrong all those years. We right. should legalize it nationally." Right. And then they you, come around. You know what's funny about people like that that are so anti-drug or whatever is they'll be the first people that'll take a prescription, though. Right. Like as long as a doctor does it, doesn't mean it's good for you. 
doesn't mean that exactly. it's a good drug yeah. because they are drugs. Right. Caffeine is a drug, yeah. most widely used drug on the planet. Mm-hmm. But people will be so because, well, it's illegal. Yeah. That's uh, their only contentions yeah. because it's legal. Yeah. Like, yeah, that doesn't work. Well, go to another state where it is legal. Yeah, it's now legal. it's legal. Yeah. Are, are you, did you, have you found since obviously you, you went to Seattle? Um, that was that your last trip that you had to go do that for? Yeah. That so you went up there? Seattle. So, did, have you found just in your experience that people that, that you've come across that may have had that idea in their head have changed? That paradigm about the cannabis and the marijuana. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've talked to multiple people and, and you know doctors included up there and you know they they the ones that don't just go home and sit after work the ones that still read right um, and continue to educate themselves and you know autodidact um, actually understand all the stuff and it's beneficial and it needs to be part of the patient care system. They need to do that in the hospital. The IV vitamin therapy. They need to do that in the hospital. Right. Because when you're laying in bed not moving. You're just your your body is slowly getting weaker and weaker. Naturally, immune system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But there are other things that can help you recover ten times faster and make you feel better, so you're not feeling awful all day. Improve your quality of life. And right. you know this current medical system is inhibiting people's health. Their goal is to have a patient, not a cure. Correct. So you know if they lose a person, they lose a paycheck. Correct. They're, they're, you know, when you go to the doctor, you're not there to prevent anything. You're there to treat a symptom. Correct. And, you know, basic things, taking a vitamin, maybe drinking more water a day, you know. Right. Basic things, and you can prevent that. Cleaning up the nutrition. Yeah. So many people, especially males, wait until they have a heart attack or stroke to change. Right. And then they're like, they do a 180. They become vegetarian. They right. exercise daily. And you're like, you should have done that the last 50 years. Right. I wouldn't have had a heart attack where most of your body does not function after that without certain medications like a blue pill. Right. Like, well, okay, so how old are you now? I'm 43 now. Okay, yeah, <laughs> just I, just turned, birthday. I just turned 40. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, I didn't yeah. even know. <laughs> it's just a couple of weeks ago. I don't, I don't really celebrate, but yeah, getting older is, yeah. is so, something else. Well, the reason I asked that, cause, and I knew we were about close to the same age, I, I, I wasn't couldn't remember if you were older than me or not. Um, I feel old now some days. Uh, yeah. Isn't it funny? My arth, I have pretty bad arthritis in my knees. Oh, okay. Just genetic. Not, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, but that makes me feel old and, you know, makes <laughs> me slow sometimes. And yeah, I get you. It, 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 it arthritis up on is, you. Arthritis is pretty nasty. Yeah. Well, the reason I was, I was curious with that is is because, you know, obviously, like, like you know, I've been in, in the fitness game for almost 20 years at this point. You've been probably about the same, if not longer. Yeah. Um, you know, being fitness guys, uh, I feel the importance of people really paying attention to their nutrition. And you just brought this up in my head and really focusing on, on you know, being active, mm-hmm. you know, at our age. It's like, you know, because yeah. guys our age, I know you know them. I see, you see them at the yeah. gym. I see them at the gym. They're in bad shape. Yeah. Well, it, to, to me with that, as long as they're in the gym, that's a start. It, it, no matter yes. how slow they're going. And it's the other people that are just sitting at home doing nothing, watching right. TV and eating. And and I, you know, I even look at other friends of mine. I'm like, how, you know, we used to be so active. We used to go out and right. Even when we had, you know, when we were younger, even after we got our driver's license, we were active, right. Extremely. And in nowadays, it's I don't I don't I don't even know. It's and people are just waiting to have a health issue. And yeah. why would you not want to? You know, everybody has self self image issues. So why would you not? want to like what you see in the mirror that, you know, that was my initial thing i wanted to put on weight and put on muscle so i could actually like what i see in the mirror right um whether someone wants to gain weight or, or lose lose weight and uh 
you know, it, not being in the gym is not going to fix it. Complaining will not fix it, no matter right. how much you complain. You know, uh, not changing your nutrition. Right. Well, and that's why that's my biggest thing. Like, you know, like I've probably told you this, but like I got into this whole fitness gig because I just. You know, you're 21, 22, you go out and drink all the time because you can, <laughs> yeah. and it's fun, and you blow all your money, you work all week to blow all your money on yeah. Friday night, whatever, and I started getting fat, dude. <laughs> like, I was like 25 years old, and that was terrible. Seven calories per gram of alcohol, yeah. Yeah, well, and you know, I always tell people, like, it's not the drinking that makes you fat. Yeah. Like, my thing is this, like, and, and you know this, like, I like to eat. Yeah. So it was like, like you know, you go out and you get some drinks in you. Next yeah. thing you know, you're at the grinder place <laughs> on the corner, you know, eating white bread yeah, and chorizo yeah. and onions. And, you know, you, and you're putting all this crap in your body. And then you go drink some more. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you're at Denny's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, getting another 3,000-calorie meal. Right. And then you go home, pass out. Yeah. Right? Maybe sleep for a couple hours. Yeah. You know, and then if it was a weeknight back in those days, you know, like maybe sleep for a couple hours and yeah. then get up and go to work. Yeah. And have a donut for breakfast. Right. And just eat yeah. like shit all the time. Yeah. So I started, get, I started getting just – I look terrible. Yeah. So I made a decision. You know, it was just like I'm going to do the thing. And so, like, I researched as much as I could. Yeah. And read, all, you know, I I always talk shit about the magazines, but like that's how I got started. Was like yeah. I started reading the magazines and started like figuring out what was going on, and that's when I started picking up. Like, yeah, okay, so you said that last month, you know, but yeah. you just you just put a new package on it, right? Right, you know, like what do you feel about that? Like like the fitness industry in, in general, like like just for example, like my take on it anymore is it's built on lies. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. So, you know, I always recommend to people when they're trying to learn. Um, there are a lot of still decent fitness magazines, but there are, you know, twice as many ones that are just complete BS. Yeah, totally. Um, and they're just there to sell supplements and crap or whatever they're selling. Nonsense, lies, you know. Uh, you know, there, there, some of them have good information. The ones that, surprisingly, the ones that I found that have the most uh, scientific and accurate information is all the women's fitness magazines. Yes. The majority of men, there are only two men's fitness magazines I would recommend reading. The women's ones, I, you know, I guess they're more open to learning and to new information. Yes. And then the males are like, I already know everything. Right. You don't. And they stick to just pictures of guys posing, you know, like that, you're not going <laughs> to learn anything from that. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I, you know, I still read them. There's a lot of stuff you can learn from that. I learned some new unique exercises or something else that'll stimulate my, my, uh, my memory to, you know, tweak and exercise a certain different way to hit right. a muscle group better. Well, and critically think. E exactly. Yeah. yeah, people people just choose not to do that. Yeah, I watch a lot of your Instagram. Well, not a lot, but all of them yeah. when they pop on my feed, like your Instagram videos and seeing you doing stuff. Like I saw <laughs> you doing planks with a freaking with a broomstick. Oh yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Like just that to yeah. me was really cool. Yeah, like, I, I always watch that. Yeah, my my thing with that is, you know, uh, I've always wanted to get big, put on muscle, and I realized that just my genetics will not allow me to do that. But I can get very strong. I can still look good, um, and. Uh, you know, I, I can get extremely lean. Yes, I've seen you. Uh, so I do these exercises to show that if I can do it right, with poor genetics that I believe, that anybody can do it, whether you're overweight or underweight, whatever your, their goal is. So I demonstrate these exercises and, and things just to show that anybody can do it. And I'm 43 and I'm still doing pistol squats on a kettlebell or plyometric push-ups or, or clapping pull-ups. Right. Or, you know, cl plyometric climbing up a rope or martial arts and kicking people in right. the head. That, that if I'm capable of it, with dedication, anybody can do it. Because that's what I did. I came to a breaking point, and I was like, I've got to change something. And I knew that if I wanted to make a change, I'm going to have to actually 
uh, do things that I didn't want to do. Eat, you know, eat broccoli, eat, yeah. you know, eat, eat a lot of veggies, you know. Eat uh, a lot of fucking chicken. Yeah. Jesus. Sleep more, you know, train properly and drink all this water. I didn't want to do it, but I knew that if I did that, I would look a certain way and I would feel a certain way. And so that was always my motivation. That My uh, quote that I always tell people is, uh, food is fuel, not fun. Yes. If you view f- food as fun, uh, you're going to abuse it. If you view it as fuel to fuel your body, you're not going to put in, uh, you know, you're not going to put in uh, soda in a Lamborghini. You're going to put in right. high octane. Right. And if you want your body to be that performance car, you've got to fuel it properly. Well, eating for function. Yeah, exactly. Versus eating for taste. Right. Yeah. So, which, and so, and you just mentioned too, which, and that's a really good point, but so the martial arts, what, so at what age did you start first with, and did you always do Taekwondo? Yeah. So I started, I think I was about seven uh, when I lived in Florida because my parents were trying to get me into wrestling, but they didn't, Florida didn't have wrestling. So I'm originally from the Midwest where wrestling is the biggest sport. If you're an athlete, it's wrestling. Right. So, or uh, football. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's usually wrestling and then football. Right. Those, you know, guys with all that and. So I got into, yeah, Taekwondo is my base style, and I got into that um, and fell in love with it. And I wasn't ever good at sports. I couldn't hit a ball. I couldn't throw anything. Right. I couldn't run fast. But But you can arts, kick someone in the face. Yeah, I can kick you across the room, and martial arts just came naturally to me. Okay. And uh, so then I just excelled at that. My instructors were in- incredible people. Yeah. Um, and then I earned my first black belt when I think I was 14 or 15. Oh, wow. And then went from there. And when, when you have that respect when you're that young, people calling you sir and mister, and you're like, wow, that's that's awesome. And then you re- realize, like, no, you actually need to represent that if you want to earn the right to be called sir or mister. Right. And I'm telling adults what to do that were twice my age, and they had to listen to me and call me sir. And I was like, that's because, awesome. Because of your rank, if yeah. you will, having yeah. the black belt? Yes. And so were these these were, would then be other students yeah. at your, uh, what is it a dojo in Taekwondo? Yes. Yeah, okay. Cool. So these would be other students that are twice your age, but yeah. they haven't achieved the level that you have. Right. Okay. Yeah. And so when I was helping teach class or teaching class on my own, one of my instructors made me teach class when I was, when I was young. So when you're thrown into that, you really have to uh, learn what you're doing properly so you're teaching properly so you, and learn assertiveness yeah so so you, you don't look you know you don't embarrass yourself teaching something wrong or right. not doing it you, you it really forces you to learn so i think that anybody that teaches anything you have to be a perfectionist and have to really learn the entire system of whatever you're doing because if you have to teach that you know demonstrate that to someone they have to be able to see it done properly the first time because you can see techniques or even, you know, weightlifting techniques done wrong, and you're like, someone taught that person wrong. Right. And then that person didn't know. And then so it goes on down the line, and people stick with these horrible training techniques over the years just because the five generations before them did that, and right. they're, not, they're not improving. And that's what I was, you know, I always question everything and then learn and go from there and, you know, define yourself and, and improve on whatever you can with that. And yeah, martial arts is pretty much, I, I think, one of the best sports ever, you know, physically and mentally and it just improves every aspect of your life. And right. It's, it's one of my favorite things. And always, I, I, it, every time I do it, I come back in an awesome mood. When I'm teaching, it's just, it's euphoric. Yeah. Um, doing that. And, you know. I've so you, And a, you've been doing it for 36 years. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've taught, uh, when I lived in Florida, um, the uh, lieutenant governor, lieutenant governor's kids, I taught. Oh, wow. Um, you know, the governor would come in with Secret Service and stuff. And, this is back in the 90s? Oh, no, this is... Uh, in the 80s? Uh, no, this is back in uh, 2014, 13, somewhere. Oh, okay. Before, that was right before you moved here. Yeah. Okay. So I'm teaching all these famous people, you know, and it, it was awesome to being up in front of those people and being able to teach and 
act as the head instructor with that. And oh wow, it was it was very cool. And you know, teaching you know uh, famous football players would come in because they wanted to learn some you know kind of techniques in order to help them on the field and right. things like that. And that was really cool. They're always looking for certain specific things and kind of as for media promotion, which I didn't really appreciate. They they get in there for a photo shoot, and right? Have to learn I'm like if you're not here to learn, we're, we're going to spar. You know, I'll, I'll teach you something. <laughs> First lesson is free. Right. And uh, block this. Yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah. How does that feel going going against like a pro football player? They're slow. Are they? Yeah. Most most big people are slow. They, you know, especially me. I, I look smaller. You know, I, I think I weigh more than I look. But um, right. You know, a lot of big people that especially you know everybody thinks muscle equates strength and power. You know, see bodybuilders. Yeah, they're strong. Oh yeah. They can't throw a punch. It's going to take half an hour to throw a punch. You yeah. Have to block it and, You'll you know, see it coming from Toledo. Yeah. <laughs> like straight yeah, up. And, and they just, the large people are slow. Um, but I have a friend of mine who's, who's uh, I wouldn't define him as overweight. He's a larger guy. And people don't show him the respect before they spar. And when he gets in there, he can throw five punches in just a, two seconds. And he's incredible. He, he sounds like, wow. And he's, he's you know, probably 230, 250. Yeah. And uh, people think he's just going to big be a big old slow guy. Nope. He can spin kick you in the head nice and it's super fast and so that's the thing especially with me being smaller i'm, I'm even faster and i can get in there and, right. and hit you five times where you're not gonna be able to block it and take you down uh yeah that's it's a great enjoyable uh, cathartic legal way right to stress out. what happens when you spar with someone who's got a, who's on an equal playing field as you like skill wise uh, or i mean are there and then you know to, to that point are there people out there that have a higher skill level like even though the, like obviously you have a very high skill level, yeah. but I mean it's kind of like John Wick. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Love like, John Wick. Like yeah. that dude's like the the, the greatest yeah. assassin of he's, them all. He's incredible. He's but a samurai. apparently in this new movie, they're gonna put someone against him that's like equal or better yeah. than he is. What's what's that like? Like is is that a thing for you or? Um. So uh, yeah, occasionally you know it depends on what we're doing. If I'm doing taekwondo. Um, like locally, I'm the highest rank out of just about yeah. anybody other than one master. Um, if I'm doing MMA or Muay Thai, you know, where there's no ranks, um, you, you know, you have to show respect because you don't know if that person's that day one or they've been a, a professional fighter. Right. Um, so yeah, certain styles. Um, there, you know, there are people that are going to be better. Be. But when I always spar, I always look for someone to challenge me one way or the other or to improve. If I'm sparring someone that's lower rank and a little bit slower, um, that doesn't mean I can go easy I, I right. still I want to challenge that person to push themselves right. as much as they can and I also want to improve whatever I'm working on where I can still um, you know gain something from it and, and not just think oh I've got to spar this person as a lower rank it's like a mutually beneficial thing yeah and, and it's when I'm sparring you know in Taekwondo if I'm sparring someone that's uh, equivalent in style to me or at least a black belt uh, yeah we go a lot harder a lot faster right um, but, but you both know what you're doing yeah and it's still you know it's, it's you know, we all, the proper black belts, you don't want to show emotion. You don't want to get emotional. If you get hit and get upset, you know, that person might be faster than you. And if you get upset, they could hit you and hurt you. Right. So you want to show respect because I've had people that got upset when I hit them. And I'm like, if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. That's how it's going to work. If you don't hit me, I won't hit you back. I'm right. not going to initiate this. Um, but it's, yeah, it's great when I'm sparring people on my level and we can go hard and fast. And, you know, half the time we're punching each other laughing, you know, yeah. kicking each other down to the ground. And, uh, a friend of mine kicked me in the leg, and I couldn't walk straight for two weeks. Oh wow! And like hit me hard and fast, and uh, uh, it, it was great. It was awesome, you know. And nice. Like kicks to the leg. It's literally like swinging a baseball bat at someone. 
Yeah, well, because of the velocity that they put yeah. behind it. And when that shin digs into that muscle and hits that bone. Yes. And it, you know, soft tissue trauma. But it's 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 awesome. It's it's so fun. Yeah, I've 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 never been injured luckily doing any of that. Just you know, minor bru- bruising is always a common right. thing that happens all the time. And um, then when my knees active from arthri- arthritis, but yeah, that's I, I recommend anybody, especially young people nowadays, to learn the ph- philosophy and the psychology to develop yourself. Start in martial arts young. It's it's such a beneficial thing that people neglect nowadays, and and they just go along as sheep. Um, in martial arts, yeah, you're following. It's you know similar to a military system in class, right? But you're learning to develop yourself on your own. You're learning to think on your own, right? And you're not there as a team. You're there as yourself. The other people there are going to help you, but you're the only one that can push yourself and challenge yourself to become better. If you want to become a black belt, that's up to you, right? And you know, so many people don't reach that level, and the people that do. Um, I respect anybody that has a black belt because it, it, you know, can take up to 10 years to achieve a black belt. Um, and that's a lot of, dic- you know. F- Is that in any martial art or Taekwondo specifically? Uh, for the most part, it's any martial art. You okay. know, college only takes four years. Some black belts can take five to 10 years. A friend of mine who's in BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yes. Uh, I think it took him close to 10 years. But wow. when he reached that black belt, that's like in the, in the old days, in the 60s and 50s and before, when someone had a black belt, you knew that they're not going to be able to be defeated. You knew that they could fight anybody right. 10 people at a time and come out on top. Like Chuck Norris. Yeah. Some, well. Is he a black belt? Yeah, he's he's a, he's a high rank. He used to do more point uh, sparring. Um, yeah, he's a legitimate martial artist, in my opinion. He okay. can fight, but he, he's not he's not John Wick. You know, it's... Right. Well, yeah. I mean, well, John Wick, I watched yeah. a thing on YouTube once about John Wick, and they were going through the different fighting styles. They yeah. have these videos. I, yeah. You've seen those, and then yeah. it's like they'll have like Batman right. and like John Wick yeah. and like whatever like kind of superhero type yeah. person. And that dude had like 25 different fighting styles from yeah. like Russian boxing to like Turkish gun shooting yeah. or, you know. And the, the Sambo. I, yeah, it's y- the Russian. Yeah. Well, I don't have the names right, yeah. but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it was like he had, he had like, I think like two or three more than Batman. Yeah. Keanu. Being John Wick is is one of the most incredible things I've seen. He's actually legit with it. Too. Oh yeah, well I I, I probably watched the first one you know, many times. I have, uh, mm-hmm. and I, every time I watch it, I see something new. I'm like, he actually hit that guy. Yeah. That's a proper technique that would work in real life, and he hit that guy. Yeah, I'm like, these guys are going full contact. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, famous retired UFC fighters in that. In, in that yeah, film. there is, isn't there? Um, and they're you know some of the stunt. Isn't like Boss Rutten in it and. Uh, Boz, Boz in a few movies. Uh, there's yeah. a couple guys I'm blanking on the name that are in John Wick, but they were. I can't think. That's the fight. guy always comes to mind is Boss. Well, Boz is awesome. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, John Wick and he he all that stuff is legitimate and would work in real life. Yeah, and that gun fu, which is an entirely new martial art. Yeah, where he's using martial arts with the with you know, firearms, with firearms, yeah, arms, and it's 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 incredible. And he's watching. legit doing oh, yeah. it. I just saw a video of him uh, training. Doing yeah, doing his training, and he's on kind of I guess you call it like a gun course or yeah. an off school course. Yeah, um, he starts off with a with a sidearm, right? Right, and then he comes to a, 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 I believe an AR fifteen. Yeah, and switches he's up like doing targets. Yeah, and he's like quick with it. Keanu could be John like, Wick in real life. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he literally could. Well, he did. Uh, what did they have to do? Kung Fu for the Matrix? Yeah, was that it Kung was Fu? One of the main styles is Kung Fu. Yeah, Wushu. They like, but legit. All of them. Yeah. Every actor on there, right. like like the Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne, Keanu Reeves. One of the main one of the main choreographers for uh, the Matrix, I believe, uh, was the guy in the Man of Tai Chi. I'm blanking on his name, uh, but he's one of the most incredible martial artists I've seen. So okay, far. I don't Ma- know. Man that of movie. Tai Chi is an incredible film. Keanu's 
It's a Chinese movie. Keanu is okay. the, main, the main star, one of the main bad guy, which he plays a great bad guy. Man of Tai Chi. So the guy is using Tai Chi as a combat martial artist. Traditionally, Tai Chi is not for offense. It's, it's for, defense. Yeah, defense yeah. and health. And he uses that in offense and goes from there. And he's fighting other top martial artists of different styles around the world. Oh, wow. And, you know, kind of like a death match, basically. Kind of like a legit blood sport. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the guy that, that the stars in that was one of the main choreographers, and he's an incredible um, martial arts actor. And oh, yeah, wow. all, all that nowadays they're getting more and more legit. It's not one punch and someone falls down. Like it's, the old '80s yeah. movies when we were kids, yeah, like the yeah, Rambo's yeah, and shit. Exactly. If anybody's <laughs> ever hit someone, you know someone is not going to move with one punch. You're not going to knock them out unless you're 300 pounds. And not generally. No, <laughs> not generally. Unless you sucker punch them or something. But. Yeah. Well, every once in a while, like I've seen some situations where like a, a solid shot to the button. Oh yeah. Do dudes? Some dudes go out cold. Bigger yeah. guys generally, in my experience in life, I've noticed. Because they're not used to getting hit. Right. You know what I mean? Because they've always been able to intimidate people yeah. with their size. Yeah. People were scared of them. It's that whole, it's a mental thing. Oh, yeah. You know what they I mean? I think they're invincible. Right. And I've always noticed they're usually the quickest to, to go down with yeah. one punch. Yeah. If you will. You know what I mean? But yeah, I've, like, I've, I've seen guys quite a bit smaller than me and they're in some type of you know, bar fight where, where, they're not, where they're not the aggressor. Some bigger guys trying to attack them and, yep. and the little 155 pound guy just... Boop, and the person goes to sleep, and everybody's like, "Whoa!" Right, and then they're like, "Leave him alone! Don't fight exactly. him!" Exactly. Like, you know, obviously, just don't pick on people. Well, yeah, <laughs> but the thing too is, is like, you know, it's kind of funny because um, I remember sitting out on the landing dock before I even knew you were into the martial arts thing. I would have never known. Yeah. Like I watched, like you know, obviously, like you know, like I watch people move, yeah. you know, as a as a as a coach and a trainer. Right. Yeah. And I, it's like, yeah, that dude does. He works out and he's athletic and. You know, usually my first thing is, is like, you can, because it's pretty common, most people played like baseball or soccer yeah. or football or something or, you know, whatever, but like watching people's footwork. Yeah. But I would have never known until you told me. Yeah. You know that's, well, I mean? that's one thing interesting about being a personal trainer that I've tried to explain to people is you can look at someone and analyze their entire physique from a distance and yeah. know what sport they play, if they play sports. Right. And you can look at their, their gait and their body movement and, you know, Yep. Be able to know what they need to improve. You know, just kind of go through it like they should improve on this or right. or they're in this kind of shape. And that's one of the fascinating things, being able to see that. Uh, it's almost like x-ray vision. Yeah. Um, but well, just being a trainer. It comes with the territory of, and you know, like the OPT model and the corrective exercise and all this stuff. You know, like one of the, one, like, so for instance, like I had a guy uh, over at the factory one time. Comes in, he wants to ski. He's an older guy. He was in his 50s, probably late 40s, early 50s. He's wanting to get in better shape for skiing. So I had him on the BOSU ball. Yeah. I had him doing body weight stuff. Yeah. Um, first time I ever met the guy, you know, and I just – I could tell he was tight in the hip flexors. Yeah. You know, he was out of balance. Right. Like the, the squat test, yeah. like, you know, the heel's coming off, so he's got to do the myofascial. Mm -hmm. Very uh, stiff. Yeah, we need to get the hurdler stretch in, get those hip flexors stretched right. out so he doesn't have the forward lean, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Well, he got one of the things that kind of led to my leaving there was they got mad at me because I, I, I'm honest with the people. Yeah. And I told them flat I mean, out. You're, you're he, supposed to be. Yeah. He wanted to lift weights. And I was like, dude, we've got about two months worth of right. corrective exercise to do before we're even worried about yeah. lifting weights. I was like, you're, I'm going to have you in this room, that BOSU ball, that foam roller, and those stretchy bands are going to be your best friends. Well, he didn't like that answer. So he went and complained. You know, but yeah. you and you know what I'm talking about. It's like, like, 
yeah. In the fitness world, a lot of people want to want to run before they can crawl. If they already know what they're doing, why are they hiring somebody? There you go. It, you know, <laughs> if, if they're so talented and so educated, right? You know, and apparently they, you know, they've done it for three hours now and they know everything, right? Uh, you know, they looked up on a YouTube video and, and hire a trainer. The just wanting a yes person, yes man. Well, again, yeah. Oh, and you remember, like, all my clients, what were they? Female. All of them. That's, that's another thing is that, you know, males are so close-minded about Very. That. They, they know everything, but then they're like, I, they have no idea what to do in the gym. Right. When I first started, I had no idea, and I would embarrass myself. I remember the first time I went into a gym with a buddy of mine, sat down on the C.D. Caffrey's machine, and <laughs> I thought I was working out. And then the guy next to me leans over and removes the safety bar. Yeah. And I'm like, we looked at each other and got up and left the gym. <laughs> I'm like, I feel so stupid. Right. Uh, but, you know, I wish I had uh, someone to you know guide me back then. And that's what I recommend to people. If they're starting out, even once or twice, hire someone to show you right. what to do and, and put a program together. And, and that will save a lot of injury, save a lot of time, increase efficiency. Yeah. It'll reach your goals a whole lot faster. And it's always women that are more receptive. willing and receptive yeah. to do that. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's you know, if guys want to be so tough and strong and, and look good, they, they need to, you know, get rid of some of their arrogance and, and hire someone that yeah. looks like they train. Well, you know, the philosophy, leave your ego at the door. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's like the thing that I've always I've always told this to people because it's all about the functionality. Mm-hmm. Unless you're, you know, an athlete or a sport specific athlete or whatever. But the functionality of it. Like dudes always uh, and you know this. What's the what's the favorite act two exercises of dudes? Benching and bicep curls. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, oh my Neglect God. the legs, never yeah. never a leg day. Don't work shoulders, don't yeah. work backs, but get them chest workouts and then bicep workouts and mirror muscles. Yeah, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Jesus Aaron Christ, muscles, dude, yeah. that drives me insane. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no there's no balance to the physique. Yeah. There's no and I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. You know, like everybody likes a good bicep flex. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody likes a good set of pecs. Yeah. But if you got nothing around it, yeah. you look terrible. Exactly. The guys with the, the big upper body and the chicken legs, man. Yeah, I always see some you know, those guys are always <laughs> the most uh you mean the most arrogant. I've seen this, this one guy at a gym in town and he, he looked like he was a good 230, but his legs were smaller than mine. He was huge. And I'm like, and he, I could see him walking around. I'm like, yeah, if you ever tried anything, I would just kick him lightly. Right, right in the knee. And he would, he would collapse like a right. you know old tree. And what are you going to do? You know? It's, yeah. It's like, don't, you know, skipping leg days. I, I just don't get it. You know, why? It increases power. It increases strength. Everything. It your, looks a whole lot better. Your human growth hormone when you oh, sleep yeah. to repair your central nervous system. Exactly. The it whole stimulates bit. it the most. It's the largest muscle in the body. Yep. That and your back. Yeah. Those are your two big groups. And then when you don't train that, you end up having back issues, which you could have avoided by basic training. Train your abs. Train your core better. You know, train, you know. Hit that lower back. Yeah. Hit the front side because you're, you know, a lot of it, like the lower back is part of your core. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of people neglect that. Like, you know, I don't deadlift anymore. I haven't for a long time. I'm all about the hyperextensions. Yeah. All about them. I, I really got into, and, and since I, I don't know of a machine locally, so you're going to have to manipulate things, is the reverse hyperextension by Louis Simmons, who created that. What's that? I haven't so seen that. So you're on the hyperextension, and you're lifting your upper body up. When the reverse, oh, yeah. You're lifting your lower body. And, yeah. And they have it where you're, you can lock your legs into weights and lift it reverse. Yeah. And they were able to increase their uh, squat and deadlift by hundreds of pounds. Doing well, that. that's probably going to activate your glutes and your hammies Yes, it activates everything. So Louis ended up having, uh, you know, the rigid... Uh, um, creator of Westside Barbell, 
um, he ended up having like a couple back surgeries, serious issues, and no one yeah. could fix him. And he was like, well, he was, wasn't going to tolerate that. He was like, I'm going back to lifting, whether you know it destroys me or not. So he created the reverse hyper and was okay. able right back to uh, deadlifting and, and squatting in just a few weeks. And so they've used that, uh, and it's it's become a national thing. And it's it's uh, probably one of the most beneficial exercises for the lower back. Oh wow! And for your glutes, yeah, and for your stability and spine, you know, health. Yeah. Um, and, and it feels it's a great stretch. Well, see, I do glute ham raises off the Roman chair. Yeah. You know what I'm talking right. about? Like yeah. where like I take my lower back out of it. Yeah. As much as I can, just on you know what I mean. Like right. so, that's it's similar. Yeah. To that, yeah, very I, similar. I to use that. a uh, Smith machine for the glute ham raise. The old yeah, way. you can do that too. Yeah, but I yeah, love Smith machines. Yeah. What do a you think? Of, a lot of people don't like them, and I, I don't understand. I'm like, it. Okay, yes, it takes away the balance from certain exercises. That doesn't mean it's not going to be beneficial. You can still work on your balance separately. Yeah. I use a Smith a lot, especially when I'm training alone. It's safer. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I love. I don't want to get injured. You know, and you right. can go in there and you can do a lot of exercises on it. There's a lot of cool things. I do plyometric benching on it where I load up the bar with a certain amount of weights and I explode the bar and let go of it. Yeah. You throw catch, it up and then yes, catch it. Yep. And then catch it. And yep. uh, that replicates a plyometric push-up. That replicates a strong punch. Yep. So I'm increasing my punching without hurting my joints and destroying yep. things. So then when I punch, I'm going to, you know, if I'm, when I, if I'm loading that up with 45-pound plates, I'm going to punch lot harder right doing three reps as heavy as you can yeah that's perfect and it explained the people you know i've taught people how to do the clapping push-ups and you know people can't do it right away but you can load up that bar with lighter weight and complete it yep and it's you're just doing a plyometric push-up and then you can use your own body weight on the floor yep and in in no time at all and it's it's impressive when people can do well a plyometric push-up is all about power right the clapper exactly you know what yeah. i mean you have to generate that power yeah it's like when i trained you know mma guys yeah we'd load up and i learned this from dorian yates uh, we'd load the bars up when we because we, we do a lot of compound stuff, right? You know, yeah. so we load as much weight as we could, three reps. That was it. So we didn't yeah. want to build size, right? It's the type two uh, muscle fiber yep. that the uh, energy runs out in under ten seconds. Exactly. Exactly. So three reps is the basically the max yep. that you can complete of that, and then it won't exhaust you. It won't overstimulate your uh, CNS. Exactly. And you can do that day after day. After and day after day. Your strength and power will skyrocket without And you won't build size. Exactly. Which is, and because, and you know this, you know, as again, because muscle, you know, muscle tissue takes up so much oxygen. Yeah. Guys that fight, you know, do mar the martial arts, yeah. you know, and do the, the MMA and boxing even. There's not a lot of super buff dudes. Yeah, very few. Doing that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, th I think what Tyrone Woodley, Tyron Woodley yeah. in the UFC, he's pretty pretty stacked uh st pierre is one of my favorites and he 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 trained to look good too in addition yeah. to being he was pretty stacked functional uh the younger guy uh super sage Northcut, i've met he's extremely i've his, heard the name his dad was a bodybuilder so he he trains like that too he looks good uh, he's in incredible shape okay. you know full eight pack oh and yeah when i met him it was funny so i met him at a you know, one of the uh, bodybuilding.com shows in town and and he had a large crowd around him and and so I was wanting to, you know, get a good picture with him. So I met him. He's a super nice guy, and <clears throat> his background was traditional martial arts too. Okay. So I was like, hey, can I get a, you know, ab shot with you? Because there was like a couple bigger guys. I think I've seen that pic. Yeah, there's a couple bigger Actually. guys that lifted up their shirt because he got he's he's in great shape, and a couple bigger guys were showing their belly, and people were ha ha laughing, you know. So I was like, hey, can I get an ab shot with you too? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he pulls up his shirt, and of course, all the women, some guys were hooping and hollering. And then I pull up my shirt, and he looks over, and he's like, whoa. Yeah. And then everybody else is like, oh, this guy's not joking. You yeah. Because I was probably 4.5% uh, body fat at that time. Right. 
And uh, you know what that feels like. Yeah, <laughs> I'm cold all the time. I'm miserable. I'm cold all the time. Oh man. And uh, but I, I I did it. You know, I got that lean unintentionally. It's just my normal eating habits. And yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it was it was really funny. So, you know, there's there's a few martial artists like that that are in great shape. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was incredible. Yeah, he trained like a bodybuilder. He did. He was. A, he trained with a lot of styles. Yeah, but I mean, in the weight room. Yeah, he he did. He trained like a bodybuilder. Like yeah. his like the, like his workout routines were insane. He's doing barbell curls and deadlifts and yeah. barbell rows and you know barbell bench pressing and like he was know. one of the original guys that examined all the training styles, yep. all of the sports training, and he said you know adapt what is useful, discard what isn't. Yeah. So he would take you know stuff from uh, ballet from uh, gymnasts, yeah. from boxers, from wrestlers, and use everything, you know. Uh, a lot of people assume yoga and Pilates is just for women. No, yoga is your best friend. Exactly. I don't care who you and are. So I, I adopt it in my training style when I'm teaching people. Same it's, here. It's, it's highly useful. Why would you want to be a stiff Frankenstein? Right. It's, it's when you can do some stretching that, you know, is not feminine at all. If you want to be flexible, and like, I can do the full splits in martial arts. Nice. Uh, why would you not want to be able to? It's cool to show off. John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, exactly. Remember yeah. what was that movie? He yeah. does the splits on the two chairs. Oh yeah, that? yeah. That's, uh, I forget. It was one of those. Yeah, it was one of his back his, in the eighties. Yeah. yeah. What's the deal? <laughs> what do you know about the old Frank Dukes that he played? What was Frank that Bloodsport? Yeah, Wasn't that due to fraud? Yeah, as far as anybody is aware, he's still an interesting guy. He can probably fight for real. He's a you know real martial artist, but yeah. He, he exaggerated on uh, his accomplishments. Is that what the story is? Yeah. He okay. was, you know, worked for the CIA. He was a spy. He was an assassin, wet work operator. But he wasn't really? You know, there's there's no proof of anything other than his word. And there's a few videos that were obviously fake where he punched through punched through a bulletproof glass window. Uh-huh. Which you can't. He'd break his hand. He would shatter your entire arm in a million pieces. Yeah. And uh, he would punch through a uh, or knife hand. A chop through a um, a wine or a champagne bottle, you know, the champagne glass uh-huh. is super Very thick. thick. Yeah, hardly it's hard to smash that on the ground. Yeah, uh, and he would chop through that, and you know. So did he really win the kumite then? If the kumite even existed back then, you remember that though. Yeah. Remember the big? The, I can't remember the actor's name. The Chinese dude that's in it. Oh, the main uh, villain guy. Bolo Bolo Yang. Ah, that dude's a that dude was stacked. He was in his fifties in that. Back film. then, he was incredible. He was one of the original Chinese bodybuilders. Okay. Huge guy. He was a big dude. He was, yeah, huge guy. Good friend of Bruce Lee, too. He used to oh, do okay. Jeet Kune Do and Kung Fu with Bruce Lee. Oh, wow. And yeah, I always just remember him being a villain in all the movies. Yeah. And you know how, like, like Chinese people, like, they age well, so you can't tell whether they're 87 oh, or yeah. if they're, like, 33. He's in his 80s now and still Yeah, because I just, I actually, the reason he, he came to mind is because I just saw a video about him, and he's, he, like, I swear to God, he's, like, 35. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's, like, 80 years old, and yeah. he, he like, like, he could pass for being 30 fucking five. Yeah. Like. A lot of that is, I, I think, the martial arts with the, just the psychological benefits of that. with True. Yeah, learning to take care of your body and not always eating, you know. Fast well, food. the Chinese eat really well. Yeah, for the most part, they eat a lot of rice and ve- like Bruce Lee. See, he was he's another guy. I love his his nutrition. Uh, he was a three meal a day guy, mm-hmm. and it was like it was a protein and rice and vegetables. That was pretty much all he ever ate. Yeah, like what's your take on that? Because this is how I explain nutrition to people. <laughs> you want to get lean, right? And they're like, yeah, and I'm like, so you pretty much got to eat the same goddamn thing every day 
for like a long ass time. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get sick of it like a week into it. And so you got like another at least 10 weeks of that. Yeah. And then after that 10 weeks, then you probably got another 10. And then before you know it, it's like 10 years later, as in my case. And like, that's just how I eat. What's yeah. your take on that? You know, it's slow changes over time. If you try to make drastic changes, it's not going to last more than a week or two, like you said. Slow changes over time is what I did, and little bits here and there. And, you know, you're going to have setbacks. You're going to mess up on it and get off track. But you've got to get right back on track and continue up that path. And every week or two, make a slow, mo- a slight modification to make it more strict and better. Right. Um, you know, some of the kind of nutrition I recommend is it's not if it fits your macros, but it, it – kind of incorporates that where you're you know you can lower your carbs in one area if you need to eat these potato chips or something but you can't replace all of your carbs with m&ms just or to make fats fit yeah or do the keto diet yeah so you know i i kind of blend and incorporate a lot of different things of what i recommend and for myself um and i believe it works i i follow strict science but you can combine the science modalities with that to make it effective and that's the long-term thing is you know if you find something that works stick with it yeah is basically the, what's the best diet? Well, the one you can stick with and the, yeah. the one that works. Well, see, personally, like, and this is what I always tell people: like, how do you get that lean? Like, when I get super lean, yeah, you know, which is like right now, I'm I'm in double digits, yeah. but like low double digits. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, I had a seven month break, yeah, you know, which my body like right now is saying thank yeah. you for yeah. because and you know, like, I mean, I've been going at this for a long, and then you'll time. grow more and quicker taking that break, like, exactly recover. Um, but I always tell people chicken and rice, chicken yeah. and potatoes. You know what I mean? Like, I what's your take on eating for your for your ethnicity? Ooh, I was so I've been talking about this for at least ten years, and basically what it is is like so like yeah. my being half Dutch and half Puerto Rican, I got a lot of things going on. So I've got yeah. you know on my Puerto Rican side, I've got the the Taino Indian, the Spanish, and the in the black blood, and then on my on my German side, my Dutch side, I've got the Germanic blood. Yeah. So basically, like. What I've found for myself, and this is what I what I teach people that I work with, is like so for me, you know, this the my mother's side, the the Puerto Rican side, chicken, rice, and beans. That's a mm-hmm. staple. You know what I mean? That's just like what we. So my chicken and rice, that's my thing. And then on on the German side, on my father's side, uh, red meat, yeah. potatoes. You know what I mean? Eggs, like on both sides. You mm-hmm. know, but I pretty much stick with that. I mean, what's your take on on eating for genetics? Yeah, I've actually studied that not that long ago. I was talking about it with someone. Uh, yeah, I think there – I'm not sure of the science behind it, but I believe there is beneficial – you know, they're traditional foods for those cultures. Exactly. It obviously works. That's what keeps them healthy. Uh, that's what they can, you know, grow on and, and benefit from. Yeah, I think uh, I think there are things rather than trying to force yourself into a different square that those foods can be beneficial and you can improve on, on that culture's nutrition – to make it beneficial for bodybuilding or weightlifting or, or fat loss. Right. Um, and then I think that's what helps people's uh, overall health and nutrition or health and overall well-being is, is those foods. Yeah. I think it's pretty fascinating to study that, that there could be, yeah. you know, those type of differences. And, uh, yeah, I, I think it works. Obviously, like the Japanese, they, you know, they eat a certain way. Right. Super Well, healthy. it's, it's very close to the Chinese diet we just talked about. Yeah. Like, they eat a lot of sushi. They eat a lot of rice. Yeah. You know, they eat a lot of fish. The Mediterranean diet is another example. You know, the big part of all those, you you know, this fresh Fresh food, food. yes. Yes. You go on the the out ring of a grocery store, none of the inner rings. Yes. uh, And it's those foods, especially if you can get foods from a farm. There's a lot of co-ops and stuff here where I get food from. Yeah. Uh, If you can get that fresh food, fresh eggs, fresh raw milk, 
Oh, yes. Man, you, I feel incredible eating that, and I can tell it's it's helping. Oh, it's a huge difference. And and it, it, that when I go back to drinking, you know, like the tap water here, to, to, me, to me, it tastes like uh, old pool water. Yeah, it's I disgusting. don't like, I don't and drink it tap water. nauseous. And, uh, you know, you drink high-quality distilled water, you know, fresh meat that's Thank you. been cut recently. Help me out here. It is so good. The red meat is not unhealthy. No, not at all. If you get it locally, if you get it fresh. Right. Well, carne asada is very low in saturated fat. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have all that white marbly texture. Help me out here. You just you just <laughs> mentioned something. So this is what I love about free forum. Yeah. So distilled water. This is what I always tell people. I go, you should switch between distilled and spring. I tell mm-hmm. them. I go, don't always just drink distilled, right. but definitely drink distilled. And this is why. A, it's the cheapest way to detox your body. Exactly. Get all the garbage yes. out of it, right? Heavy metals. Yep, and all, yes, heavy metals specifically. And B, your body does not need uh, minerals in the water to absorb it. Your right. cells don't care. Mm-hmm. People always go, well, there's no minerals in it. I go, that's yeah. the point. It's purity. Right, but, and then I tell them to go to spring water, though, because of the electrolyte balance. Right. You want to keep your electrolyte yeah. balance. What, what do you say about that? Oh, I completely does, agree with that. Does that sound right? Yeah, I completely agree with that, yeah. So I, I pretty much only drink distilled. <clears throat> um, then for my nutrients, rather than drink spring water, which is obviously great for other people, uh, you know, I get in with other ways. Um, but, yeah, especially, you know, if you're not drinking that type of water, you're, you're pretty much just poisoning your body. And especially with the distilled, you know, now the more water you drink, you always have a favorite water that tastes better. Yeah. And the, the taste in those is the added minerals a lot of time, other than certain spring water, which is natural out of the aquifer. When yeah, it's Florida, naturally occurring. When I lived in Florida, I'd go swimming in the sinkholes and just drink the water while I was swimming. Oh, it was, wow. It was great. And that's where Aquafina comes from, is the holes I used to swim in. Aquafina does? Yeah. Even so. though they're bottled by Coke? It comes I, out of the yeah. It comes out of the springs. I, I read a thing one time says that a lot of those bottled waters are just tap water. Yeah, a lot of them are. Other ones actually come from springs and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of those just literally come out of the tap, and you can watch videos on YouTube of them exposing it. But uh, yeah, yeah, the, the spring water and distilled. Yeah, that's that's a. I completely agree with that. Yeah, that's what people should be doing. I agree. Yeah, 100%. and it will purify your body with the distilled stuff because. It allows your body to actually heal, and you don't overburden it with all these excess minerals and whatever else is in. Well, all the toxins. Normal, yeah, water. Yeah, it's, that's the biggest thing that I've taught, or that I that I've been teaching people is like the toxins. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's well, it's kind of like the thing. Uh, there's this myth out there that like alcohol, like there's a drug test for alcohol, like seven days later after you drank it. Yeah, and I'm like, how the how is that even possible? <laughs> Well, there's an enzyme your liver produces. I go, well, just if you think about it, like just like this, if you drink a Gatorade, you'd fail this test then. Yeah. Because there's this thing called sugar alcohols because your body metabolizes alcohol like, as, a, carbo- as right. a carbohydrate. Right. Right. Exactly. Or do I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and it's just funny because it's like sometimes I think I'm crazy, but what I'm saying is, but this is actually how this works. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the sugar alcohol is in, is in, uh, unnecessarily in so many foods nowadays, too. Is it really? And yeah. And it, 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 if you did a test, it would probably show up just like eating poppy seeds. Yeah. It show up as, you know, opium. Shows up as opiates, yeah. yeah. Or opioids or whatever yeah. the hell they're calling that shit. Yeah, now. it's the glycerol in that. Glycerol does have great health benefits, though. I, yeah. I, I, I take it as a, a kind of like a pre-workout, and it helps with... Uh, they put glycerol in a lot of pre-workouts. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's, is it good one. for vasodilation? It, yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. yeah. It, it can really, really hydrate you, and uh, you can call it, uh, create hyperhydration with it. Oh, okay. It's almost, when you combine it with creatine... Yeah, I was just like, going to say. Yeah, it, it, and your endurance will skyrocket with that. A lot of oh, endurance wow. runners use What's it, a yeah. good glycerol product that's out there? Oh, I just go to Walmart and get a bottle of glycerol for three bucks. It'll Are last you me serious? A month. Yeah. Wow. I put, I'll take my water bottle, 
put a teaspoon in it. Yeah. That's it. Pre-workout. Drink it. It, it takes about a half an hour for an hour for it to, you know, get, in, to you, digest. get into your body. Um, yeah, and then it's incredible. Where do you find it at Walmart? At in the oh, just in the drug section. Yeah. It's, oh, it's okay. Aspirin. So I cannot go to Walmart and find it. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> four bucks at Walmart. Yeah. So what? So we and <laughs> well, it's been good. It's funny that you just said that now because now like we like the we have a pink elephant in the room. Not really, but <laughs> what's your take on all this stuff going on these days? Like you just said Walmart, and I just opened the floodgate. For oh me. yeah. Like oh. like this mask <laughs> shit. Like well. We've kind of talked already about this, and it's like, like first and foremost, sunshine yeah. is really good for you. I, well, I, apparently not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> who needs vitamin D right. to, to feel better and have strong bones? Yes, right. And, you know, for, for sure. what, and what's the, 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 the mood, melatonin or serotonin? Uh, inside your body would be serotonin. Serotonin, yeah. yeah so it melatonin. helps the vitamin well the vitamin D yeah, exactly. helps to produce that, right? right? Yeah. So oxygen. Yeah. What's your take on vitamin D and oxygen, yeah. Colin? I don't know if we need it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need oxygen. Good night. Well, especially outside right now, you know, you're breathing in uh, diesel fumes. Well, you know, from masks the world being on fire. Masks uh, are not preventative or are not effective against smoke. Yeah, so the smoke particle uh, I read it earlier is 1750 times larger. In the China virus particle, but wow. if the mask cannot filter the smoke particle, which is significantly larger than the virus, particle, how's it going to filter the smaller one? How do you reason with your cognitive dissonance that it's going to right. prevent any type of virus? Do you know from getting through a T-shirt covering your face? Oh my God! Don't even muzzle. get me started. The bandana, like I'm wearing on my head, dude. Did you <laughs> see? I, I know you yeah. don't Facebook a whole lot. Um. Facebook just kind of became a hobby to me. Yeah. Once I started, like, I started seeing stuff, and I, I just couldn't keep my big mouth shut yeah. any longer. I, I do Instagram somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I I see all your stuff <laughs> actually on there, but I posted a thing that they literally put on the fucking boxes of the masks oh. mm -hmm. that like there's like twelve or fourteen things on the right. thing, and it's like this does not prevent any kind of coronavirus yeah. or tuberculosis transmission. Yeah, COVID nineteen, yeah. any of the shit. And I'm just like, and people were like arguing this with me. Like the my favorite one was, uh, COVID's not coronavirus. I'm like, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah, like it's, the it's, flu, influenza, yeah, or H1N1, or SARS, yeah, or the common cold. And those tests that they have cannot differentiate from any of those other viruses. It just says yes or no. It's like a pregnancy test. It's not going to – pregnancy right. test isn't going to tell you the sex. Those uh, virus tests cannot tell you which virus you have, just a virus. Well, that you've had coronavirus. Yeah. Or, yeah, or don't even have it currently. You just have – You have some of the virus in your RNA. The exactly. RNA of it's yeah. in your body. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're positive for it. Oh, apparently. dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Dude, they're like, like they, they've literally reported, like the New York Times, there's a thing in the New York Times, they literally said 90% of the positive tests that came back were, were not accurate. Yeah, and the FDA, or not the FDA, the uh, CDC, CDC keeps updating their numbers. Yeah. And people deliberately, they're like, hey, we believe science. And the CDC comes out with a statement like, no, not that science, though. Right. Well, you, you can't really pick and choose science. You can't argue science. Science has to be done in research. And if it's true and legitimate, then every scientist can replicate it. Yeah, repeatable results. Yeah, exactly. And, the scientific method. And it's it's like the death rate from the China virus. And the CDC lowered the numbers because I, I literally read a couple of autopsies that I obtained. Nice. And one person died in a motorcycle wreck 
Yeah. They attributed it, it to the China virus. To COVID, yeah. The reason being is those hospitals and those facilities get a $10,000 federal bonus for every China virus victim that they have. It's about right. getting a bonus paycheck. Yeah, it's about the money. Follow the money. And helping people. Right? Yeah. So did you see the news thing then about Trump? So I made it like this is this is the one thing that's really got me a, a lot of heat from people, which I don't care. Talking in general. Yeah, well, just in the in the social media yeah. community, <laughs> even in real life, a lot of yeah. people here that I thought like people I've known for years that I thought were my friends, they're like, "You support Trump?" Oh my god! Like you know, and I'm like, "Well, the sheep are being brainwashed, yeah. and they think that their minds are open, right? But they refuse to do their own research." Well, I'm like, I'm like, "Do you like broccoli?" And they're like, "No," and I'm like, "Oh my god, you don't like broccoli? Like, get the fuck out of here!" No, yeah. but so <laughs> they come out and they try to say that he. He purposely misled the American people, right? This guy comes out, he interviewed him or whatever. Yeah. So well, where, where were you with this fucking interview three months ago, four months ago, yeah. five months right. ago? Yeah. And then Fauci, yeah. who, you know, like, apparently... He's the, a snake. The, well, the deal with Fauci apparently is this. They're only letting him live right now because his job is to help Trump. Yeah. If you like really want to get in the rabbit hole stuff. Well, down the rabbit hole, his wife works for a giant pharmaceutical company that also That's the creates... one he was the head of. Yeah. Yeah. The what are they called? The uh what's the 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 company that Fauci worked for? Moderna? Was it that one? No, 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 not Moderna. Uh Moderna was the one that he was the head of after college. Yeah. No, it's the 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 found the foundation, two thousand five. When they when they started patenting patenting right. The coronavirus. Yeah. They, like, they, that goes all the way back to 2003 yeah. or 2004. And, and, and people would ask, why would they have a patent on the coronavirus? Just look up uh, the company that Fauci's wife works for. So, yeah. So, but anyway, so he comes out and he's like, no. He, he yeah. literally, he goes, Trump literally told everybody what we talked about. Like, he, it was pretty much the same wording yeah. even. Like, yeah, the news and the general mainstream media... They could manipulate everything. We could go outside and it could be sunny, and they'd be like, "No, you're wrong." Be like, yeah. "No, I'm looking." They're like, "You're still wrong," and uh, now you're a horrible person because you're yeah. not agreeing with. Now this. you're a racist, and you're like, "What?" And then they're like, "Yeah, now you're right wing racist," and you're like, "What?" I just said it was sunny, and they're like, "Well, you're still wrong," and now we're gonna have these people come and burn your house down and attack you. Yeah, because you won't take our side with. Because and they're peaceful. Yeah, Did you see the CNN guy in Kenosha? Oh, and everything's on fire in the background. Yeah, yeah. thirty foot fucking flames, and they're like, "Oh, it's peaceful." Yeah. What's going, dude? Colin, seriously, what is going on right now? Like, explain to people, explain to me, explain to somebody. I mean, obviously, like we both keep up and yeah. we both see, we can both see what's going on. Like, what's going on? Like, what's your take on on all this this deep state stuff? And you know, like, I, I think if people want to know the actual truth, uh, you know, we have become the legitimate journalists and media now. And social, I agree, yeah. social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, it's like if I went to a place and something occurred and I posted video, uh, you know, you can rely on that, that I'm not manipulating it. And right. just like anybody else that I know can travel somewhere and post that video, that's the only way to keep up with the truth mm -hmm. now. Uh, and, you know, local people posting information that they see. Right. Uh, because if it's in the media, if it's on TV, 
uh, it's really weird how they can all say the same sentence regardless of channel. You have MSNBC yeah. and Fox News, polar opposites, allegedly. But if they say the exact same word-for-word statements... Yeah, it's scripted. Uh, that's rather unusual. There's something else behind that. But then people don't understand that there's only four companies that own every single media outlet, TV, newspaper, radio, and right. they're politically influenced. So they're going to say the same thing. But if you go on social media and I post a video of uh, something that did not occur in Seattle, uh, and the truth oh, comes yeah, out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, then, uh, you know. What's then, that company called? Sorry. It's not telling me. So here's the malfunction. Is on Wikipedia, they'll tell you under career. It says Grady is a member of the National Academy of Medicine, a fellow at Kennedy Institute of Ethics, and a fellow at the Hastings Center. They're not telling you that. This is Google. So hang on. Go to DuckDuckGo. Uh, yeah, DuckDuckGo is the only, if people want to look something up yeah. and they need to find the truth because everything else, if people don't understand, Google is not They're controlled. pro first freedom of speech, first no, amendment. not at all. Uh, DuckDuckGo has videos that you cannot find anywhere else. Oh, dude, you know, I, I looked up last night, we were sitting on the couch at home watching the, uh, uh, we were, I forget what we were watching, but I had my phone out and I was looking up the Clinton Foundation and the child yeah. trafficking oh. stuff and the gay stuff. So... You brought up a good point, and I to I wanted to ask you about this. What's up with Seattle? This is an interesting story, people. So check this out. So yeah, so I went up, you know, had to uh, go with my fiance up to Seattle for the cancer treatment, and we the route we would have to travel. I'd be going right next to that where the Chaz Autonomous Zone, where all the communist terrorists were. And this was in downtown Seattle, downtown right? Downtown Seattle. Okay. And uh, you know, so I was. Um, rather worried and you know trying to prepare because we had to go there and i was like we're going to get to the hospital one way or the other this is the only way she's going to get treatment and to see the doctor and we're going to might you know end up in um, a roadblock which you know you know if you see it on tv people that stop for roadblocks end up getting killed yeah um, so well that one guy in where was it portland yeah huh. uh, they dragged him out of his car and the guy that him, kicked him in the head beat him to death yeah, yeah. so you know we went up there and um yeah I didn't see Chaz existing at all. Uh, that entire area, nothing was burnt, nothing was destroyed. There was spray paint around quite a few places. There was graffiti. Uh, ACAB, BLM, that kind of stuff. What's ACAB? Just, all cops are bastards. That's what they that's Yeah, they, they think they're really cool posting that like the cops are really going to, oh. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, didn't see a single protester anywhere. The only time we saw a protester, protester we were leaving and we were... Uh, Traveling through Oregon, and there was like three teenage white people holding up signs. Yeah. That was it. And were they BLM signs? Uh, they were just random. They hate the police or whatever, you know. Yeah. They don't They don't know what they're doing. They're just following along. They're a bunch of kids, probably. Media. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were kids. Uh, but up in Seattle, yeah, there were no issues anywhere. I didn't see any damage. There were places boarded up, but there was no damage. There was no fire damage, no structural damage. There was no car, burnt-out cars. And... Uh, there was no way they could have cleaned all that up in a few hours or a few days right. with what the TV was saying. Right. It's it's manipulation one way or the other. They're trying to pit multiple groups, you know, American patriots versus the Antifa or you know, the, the left-leaning liberals against the Republicans or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but they're playing both sides. Well, of course. And people are not realizing that if you choose a side, if you claim you're Republican, if you claim you're Democrat, you're limiting yourself in your beliefs. Right. And you're it's ridiculous. And they're just pitting each other. Uh, it's like I was saying, it's like a magician. 
It's a sleight of hand trick. Yes. Something else is going on that we're missing right now. It will be revealed later, like the day before 9-11. Donald Rumsfeld came out and said, we lost $3 trillion. Yeah. A few hours later, nobody remembers he said that. Yeah. Nobody questioned it again. Wow, really, yeah. are not going to question $3 trillion, and then something large happens. This, we've had all the riots and the fake racism, and the, now we've got the entire Antifa set this entire side of the country on fire. Uh, and then the virus, and then everything else going on. And uh, Yeah, there's something else going on that might be hopefully revealed at some point. Soon well, that. the 14th Amendment. Yeah. Dude, they, they knew they were fucked the day that, that uh, old Donald Trump took office. Yeah. Yeah. They never thought she would lose. They oh, she th- thought she had it in the bag. Yeah. That, yeah. And, uh, I read a thing about this. Luckily. She ha- was having a celebration party. Like earlier in the evening mm-hmm. on election day. And so, you know, the joke about like, well, yeah, Hillary was winning until all the people that voted for Trump got <laughs> off work. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's Chris Farley yeah. in the meme. Yeah. <laughs> well, so anyway, so they yeah. started having this party, the celebration party, or they had it planned out and they were going to have it. Well, they ended up having to cancel it is what happened, <laughs> is what I read. And this was a couple yeah. years ago that I read this. So they ended up having to cancel it all because as the night was, as it was getting, you know, closer to midnight, they were like, we're not going to win. Like they, yeah. like they realize, and supposedly, you know, and this is one of those things that, I, again, people, I can't prove this because I wasn't there and I didn't see it, but it makes sense. They had an algorithm set up with the electronic mm. voting machines, yeah, right, to to allow her to basically steal votes from him, yeah. And so people want to go hoot and holler about, well, she won the popular vote, and I'm like, yeah, but I mean, the Lakers only won by one, yeah. They still won, right? Yeah. Well, well, they they wouldn't have if he hadn't hit that shot. And it's yeah. like, well, but he did. Yeah, it's like, it's not how it works. Someone <laughs> yeah. someone won. It's it's over. Yeah, and she wouldn't concede. Did you find that? Who she's currently working yeah, for? Yeah, well, who she worked for. Fauci worked for him, too. It was, it's an acronym medical. It's like NHIA or NAIH. Oh, NIH. NIH. Yeah, National Institute of Health. Yeah. National Institute yeah, of Health. So, uh, yeah, speaking of that, I actually, because yeah. he had done studies, Fauci, um, of 5G effects on the body. Oh, yeah. S- simulates uh, viral effects. Well, I went and snagged that article right before the website, and Google removed it. Ooh. Nobody can read it. And it's conspiracy that 5G has coronavirus-like effects on the body. Well, they removed it. Why would you remove that if it's fake, if it's right. conspiracy that he published many years ago? Right. Now nobody can find it other than people that archived it before they took it off. They took it off, and uh, yeah. So if if it doesn't, if it's not real, why not let people read it to see that it's not real? Right. So uh, now, well, you know, the five G is is out now, and people are saying that it can cause extreme, serious physical health effects. Right. Well, they're removing all the information, and if you dispute it, you're a conspiracy theorist, right, or right wing, or right. you're just plain stupid, whatever they want right. to call your name. You know, my favorite thing now is everybody just because. The fact that I support Trump, everybody just assumes that I'm a, a Republican, yeah, or, or that I'm right wing or exactly. conservative. Or, I, my favorite thing is like I don't care about Democrats or Republicans because if you want to break it down to real, real talk and real shit, the fucking Republicans don't like his ass either. Yeah, because he's fucking with all their programs. Yeah, because all these politicians, whether they're, they're Democrat corrupt. or Republican, yeah, not and not all of them, but like the large majority, probably ninety two percent of them. Yeah, they've been raping us. For the last hundred fucking years, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's another thing too, especially uh, since you know you're uh, Latino or you know part 
that any incident that happens, and they immediately immediately labels these people a yep. white supremacist, and then it comes out the guy is blatantly Hispanic. Right and now, what's your excuse? Right, that whole white supremacist goes out the window. The guy doesn't even speak English. You know, he's 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 yeah. very Latino. Well, it's brown pride. Yeah, and, that's okay uh, to say though. Or black power. That's okay to say. But if you say white pride, that's not okay to say. Well, because it goes to the double standard of it. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's It's racism is racism. Yeah. You you can't pick and choose. It's either racist or it's not racist. What's your take on pro sports right now? Like, for instance, the NFL. They got a guy's name on their helmet who raped a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. Which we know that that happened. But... And they're not they're they're victim shaming. You know what? Right. What does that victim think about seeing a guy support her victimizer who is a criminal who's right. a convicted, you know, offender, uh, and they're supporting the uh, the criminal and and right. It's victim victim shaming, victim blaming now. Yeah. And they're not supporting her. No one's talked about her. And she's forever. fourteen. Yeah. Like so, child. so you. How long were you a cop for? So I opened with that. You uh, used to be a cop down in Florida, yeah, right? Just a couple of years. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was uh, before I went to college, and uh, I call it my first real job, and I, I really learned a lot from that. Yeah, and gained a lot. What of was that like? Uh, it was it was interesting, uh, you know, uh, and everybody, you know, right now with all the nonsense and mess, they blame police as being all corrupt or all just right. killers. They're not. They're you know they're the majority. Ninety nine percent are there, and they're great people, and they're educated, and they're there to help. Um, you, you know, uh, they have to deal with extremely violent people. They have to deal with extremely people with uh, severe emotional, psychological issues, and they yeah. have to be able to cope with that. And if someone attacks them, they have to defend themselves. They legally correct are sworn to protect the public and to protect themselves. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I you know, I got to work with and interview serial killers. Oh, wow. Which was bizarre, having a normal conversation with them. And then you're thinking, this guy has killed six people. <laughs> like, he literally killed six people and, like, just having a normal conversation with them. And you can tell there's some, there's, when you're around them, there's this a bizarre energy that they yeah. put off. That It's very unsettling, but you're like... You know, you just have a normal conversation with them. That's insane. And then they walk away, and you're like, "You've you've done some really, really horrible shit." That's so <laughs> insane. That, wow. Well, like you know, like people that know me know, like I'm not a huge fan of the cops. Yeah, I'm not. I've well, had you know, I've had legal issues yeah. in my life, and they were self induced. Yeah. I mean, I can't like you know, we've talked about this like, I, and I tell everybody like you know, regardless of what happened, what happened was I put myself in these situations. Yeah. You know. Uh, what do you think about all these people that are like screaming defund the police and trying to justify what they're saying when when in fact they're literally screaming abolish the police but no we want to defund them and they're like yeah. that's not what it means and it's like but that's what they're saying is abolish what do you think about like all that going on I don't even know. They're, and I mean, having done the job, they're they're like those people that are saying that are drones. There's something lacking in their their brain that I don't know if they are physically capable of understanding it. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen if there's no law enforcement? If you come after me or anybody I know and there's no laws, because if there's no police, there's no laws. Right. No one's going to enforce it. What do you think is going to happen? If you come steal someone's car, that's, that's the end of you. Right. If you, you know, do something, we get justice. We're going to have to start local groups. We'll get justice right then and there. Just right. like in the old days. These people don't, they don't understand. Either that or they're paid actors by certain 
other social groups. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but they, yeah, and they're trying to tell people, and you know, I don't know anyone who who is uh, conscious and and their you know brain works at all that would want to get rid of law enforcement. It's one thing to not like law enforcement. I understand that. Yeah. But it's another thing to say, let's kill them or let's get rid of them. Right. That's an entire separate thing. You can not like cops and not want to be around them, but you still understand that there's got to be some law. It can't just be anarchy because, you know, uh, these people, what do they think they're going to get free handles, free handles, handles of everything? You go to the grocery store and get free food. or Right. What are you going to do? If there's no cops, these people are going to eliminate Antifa. If they, yeah, they'll be know, eliminated by people with guns. There's a lot more patriots with firearms. Yeah. Antifa will no longer exist, and then they'll be like, hey, we need to hire law enforcement again. We got rid of all the trash for you. Let's right. bring them back. Let's fund them double. Let's train them more. Right. Let's hire good people. Well, I mean, in a civilized society, someone's got to keep, you know, the, some sense of security in, in, yeah. in communities. Other than that, it's going to be martial law. Uh, with the military is going to move in, and you're really not going to like that. Yeah. Other than that, they're going to have the in, in NATO... Well, the Chinese military come over here, and they're really not, well, you're not going to understand yeah. that it's not going to be what you think. You're not going to get, you know, free, fresh food every single day. No. You're not going to be driving a Lamborghini. You're going to be inside your house or in a cage working yep. 18 hours a day in slave labor, yep. and you're never going to get over that. Dude, you know that NATO was is been trying to like move their way into the, that's part yeah. of the, the the deep state cabal plan. Trump was luckily. Uh, removed all their funding good from us uh yeah uh, people they uh, something's wrong some they're they're there's some type of mind control or something if you well, watch these people trump derangement syndrome they they all look similar they all look sickly like there's something yeah remember in the first batman with a the joker he's putting something in the water yep it, it's it's something like there's there's something else going on they're they're drugged or they all have similar Body language and speech patterns and the words that they say. MK Ultra. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of something. Maybe more than likely. Yeah, and then you see all these patriots. And I was reading, and it's sad though. The only people holding up American flags are the Republicans or people that like Trump. It doesn't have to be Republican, but people that like Trump and like yeah, like the country. And uh, those of us that like freedom. Yeah, and and the other people for Biden, never seen American flag. They don't support. They don't. It's it's. it's, it's hard for me to comprehend. Like, you hate the country so much. Well, get the get out. Leave. Get out. Go somewhere else. Go to go to China. Yeah. See what that's like. See what real communism right? is like. You know, I had, I had. So the first guest I had on the show, she was from the USSR originally. Oh, yeah. So like yeah. when we were kids, yeah. before they disbanded it. Right. And then so she she kind of talked a bit about like what actually like communism and stuff was. Um, I had I was engaged on this. Facebook post one day and it was about schools mm-hmm. opening and I was like dude we want our kids to go to school yeah. fuck these masks exactly. this is bullshit what do we need plexiglass up they're kids it's, like, gonna, it's gonna ruin the kids for the entire life yeah et cetera et cetera et cetera and somebody had the had the balls the gall to say to me well if you don't like it in this country get out and I was like I, I didn't even respond to it because I was like huh I want my kids in school yeah like other parents want their kids in school. Yeah. We all as a community want our kids in school. Like so eighty six million dollars they gave the, the Idaho schools mm-hmm. for COVID. Yeah. Forty eight a lot of money. <laughs> well, think about it like this. They reduce the school budget every year. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So forty eight million was for uh technology, mm-hmm. right? 
they they had I made a Facebook post about it and like like we actually broke it down yeah. once we got the email. Three there was they were talking about testing and it was only for staff, wasn't for any of the kids. Well, here's the deal though, and this kind of goes with the whole thing that I've always been talking about. I'm gonna tell you right now. That and we just talked about it. The testing, the fuck are they testing for? Mm-hmm. You have a 99% chance of living if you do get sick. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing. Everybody says, uh, you know, follow science, believe science. Right. But I don't think they've actually opened a dictionary to learn what that word science is. Those tests are not FDA approved. If you're, th- if you're right. so pro-science, then you should be those anti-tests because they're not approved. Correct. If a vaccine comes out, it's not going to be approved. There's no way. You will be uh, paralyzed with the, uh, the myelitis that happened at the current test subject. Who's this? So uh, the vaccine, experimental vaccine, it's, it's currently in, works in Britain. Uh, one of the volunteers developed a, um, a minor complication, as they call it. Yeah, right. Try to uh, downplay it. It was a, I uh, can't remember, it was myelitis. But either way, it affects the uh, myelin sheath in the spine. Uh, so okay. this person is paralyzed now. Oh, wow. Like paralyzed. From this test of uh, this vaccine. And you do not recover from that because it's, uh, you know, nanoparticles... Oh of a virus they inject into your body, which will take over because it is a virus. Right. Uh, and, you know, there's going to be side effects. Well, are viruses real? I read a thing about viruses aren't real and they're just exomes. You know anything about that? I don't uh, know anything about not it. Not off I the just, top of my head. I read something little, about it. A little deep. It seemed interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, yeah. I I share that with people because, like, again, that's that's actually, that's one that's kind of above my pay grade. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to touch Yeah, some that. of that can get pretty deep and, and examine yeah. you that. But then, you know, people, uh, they bastardize science. They take one part truth and three parts yeah. bullshit. And then they're like, no, you need to believe all this bullshit because I told you the, no, you, you stick it to the what can be well, proven. Well, what that. about the hydroxychloroquine? Yeah, so you know the two things wrong with it. It's cheap, and Trump oh, said it was good, and it's generic. Yeah, yeah. That's the joke about it, yeah. because yeah, it's a generic drug, and we know it works. It's been around yeah. for what fifty years, sixty yeah, at years. Least, yeah, and a lot of research behind it. Yeah, it's anti-malarial. Yeah. So down in the the countries in Africa, yes, where the demon sperm voodoo doctor lady, right? Yeah, which and yeah. I I defended her against somebody who was was talking shit about her and I was like do you realize what they do in Nigeria yeah they're like they do voodoo and shit down there yeah. they have a way different culture yeah. I was like so what she's talking about you're you're putting her down yeah. but their culture you know what I mean like yeah. that's like some real shit to them dudes we think it's crazy yeah but their numbers over there oh yeah are nothing they, like, they nothing. have natural cures yeah yeah I personally believe in that so the hydroxychloroquine uh, you can get a similar version drinking tonic water Really? That has uh, a quinine in it. It's, okay. it's like gin and tonic. Yeah. So it's the bitters. So I drink my tonic water every single day. I take the zinc. The zinc gluconate is the one that has the science behind it that yeah. has proven scientific benefit to help. And then the third one you're supposed to take if you become... The zithromycin. Virus, yes, is the antibiotic, which I don't take. But I take the other two, and it, it helps improve your immune and system. And it boosts your immune system. And along you feel with, good. Yeah. Well, and along with... Uh, uh, what's the amino... Uh, Glutamine. Oh, glutamine. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I recommend that to yeah. people all the time because that helps. Yes. Especially active people. Right. Because you know that. You deplete it quickly. Yeah. You, you, you break down your, your central nerv- yeah. nervous system. Yeah. Right. So, like, so, <laughs> dude, that's so crazy. But so, like, seriously, what's up with the hydroxychloroquine? So, like, 
it's funny because back, well, this was what back in March when when Trump was like, oh yeah, yeah, I take it. Well, they want to. Yeah, I feel Trump great. was talking about in addition it, to the drug test, he wants to drug test Biden because uh, a lot of people think that that he's he, taking it. Mm-hmm, that you it would show up if he took a drug test. He would show the uh, HCQ. Yep. And the zinc and the antibiotic. Yep. He's been taking it as a preventative measure. Right. And uh, well, you know, it can yeah. be it can be used <laughs> as a vaccine. Right. Yeah. That's the whole thing for other other. Uh, you know, medical issues yeah. too. To well, so he's smart, dude. If, if like, there's a lot of stuff like, I mean, dude, we would be here for five days, <laughs> yeah. but basically the bottom line is, is if you listen to the dude talk, yeah, when he talks, he drops so many hints about shit. Yeah. It's hilarious. And like, you got to listen to it multiple times to pick up on everything. Uh, yeah. On everything. His but, body language in there. Yeah. Hands. But sometimes we'll be sitting there listening to him. I'm like, did you hear that? And she'll be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I heard that. Like, what? And, and then it's like, so it'll it'll lead back to something. Yeah. You know what I mean? The whole Q and on, you know? What's your take on Q? Like, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. But I, I get tired of the media saying it's, if it's, if it's such a myth and such a conspiracy theory and not real, why are the media so obsessed with it? Why yeah. Why are politicians so obsessed with, with eliminating people's free speech, First Amendment? Uh, removing uh, accounts, uh, shadow banning people like my account because I put a tag that supported it. Yeah. Um, you know, removing the pages that have a lot of followers. Uh, and they're posting information. And apparently, you know, one of the things that QAnon is about is, uh, elim- or, you know, eliminating the pedophilia. Yeah. With everything. Well, apparently now, since Netflix supports pedophilia, right. if you're anti-pedophilia, you're considered a racist or a right-wing supremacist. Did you see what Governor Newsom in California just did? He passed the law that essentially made pedophilia illegal, where yeah. you cannot be prosecuted, which is disgusting. They're yeah. Sodomy on minors? Kids. It's yeah. okay? And, uh, they're, you know, the, you know, the, the a myth they're, they're trying to promote is... Uh, that they're trying to normalize pedophilia before big arrest of famous people come out. Yes. Uh, you know, because there's certain individuals that were in power that went to Epstein's Island. Yes. Uh, that will soon come out and uh, will shock the country. And so there's a lot of interesting, fascinating information that well, they've already puts out. They've already pretty much told us. And, uh, you know, his the drops from Q, the Q yeah. clearance level from the group inside the NSA. Uh, I think it's, it's JFK Jr. It's pretty fascinating, but it is a military operation, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, my contention is, regardless of what happens, if Biden gets elected, if Hillary had been elected, the military is basically a separate government of the United States that supports our country to protect it, protect our freedoms, protect, protect the Constitution. They're not going to let a communist takeover happen. They're not going to let no. uh, terrorists take over the entire country. They will... Like in other countries where it's necessary, you know, have a coup. Uh, here, I think they would still support the Constitution and protect the good citizens. Yeah. But it is a military operation, and they're not going to let a communist takeover happen, so they're going to no. help take control. Uh, well, the, a lot of they're going to use the 14th Amendment, yeah. which the insurrection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and the thing of it, too, so, which is interesting you brought that up. You know, remember Beirut yeah. blowing up? Right. That was totally a nuke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could watch it in slow motion. It's a nuke. In, it's a uh, mushroom frame cloud. Frame by frame, yeah. It's a fucking nuke. It was not potassium nitrate. I ducked duck goat it. I duck duck goat it last night. This is another thing. I'm glad you said that. It just reminded me. Uh, supposedly, Clinton, Hillary Clinton, called in a fucking nuke strike. 
from the Everest shipping company that she owns. Something. The, uh, I, that didn't come up in that what I read last night. But yeah. what it was was, if, if you remember, there was that reporter that found the tunnels. Yeah, that was my next thing. There was yes. a lot of, because right around that time, and someone had posted online, there was like 12 large fires and explosions in various countries. In various places, yes. Uh, the mushroom cloud looked exactly the same in every single one. Yep. They were not firework factories. No, fuck no. No missile went in there. Uh, and, you know, after you could see the crater that individual independent journalists had taken photos yep. and videos, you could see that there was more than just a crater underneath there and that there yep. was... There's a tunnel system. Transportation routes of something. Yep. And a lot of them are yep. right on the water yep. where large ships could dock, yep. loaded to the tunnel unseen by satellites because satellites monitor everything, especially with Elon Musk. He's probably really helping out the, the good guys right now. He He's probably got is. dozens and dozens of satellites. Um, and, you know, that crater was, what, like 50, 100 feet deep? Oh, it was ridiculous. Huge. Yeah, it was fucking huge. And then part of that building next door... Must have been made out of like whatever Wolverine's claws are made out of. Adamantium. <laughs> yeah, because it still withstood some of yeah. that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, are you familiar with the Shanghai tunnels in Portland? Yeah, I am. I was actually reading about that the other day. I was actually going to go visit that the next time we went yeah. up there. Well, that's think about it. All yeah. these places where all this crazy shit's happening: Portland, San Francisco, Seattle. Seattle. Think about what they have. Yeah, you know, there's New tunnel York. systems in Boise. Yeah, I've Downtown. actually, actually researched. Yeah, when uh, we worked at the one place, I actually was able to research that. I haven't seen it myself, but I've read the old newspapers. And Dude, you can video. go to the 10th Street Station. Yeah. And down, like, when you go to the restroom yeah. there, there's yeah. a door back there that leads to, they like, dude, it goes all the way under downtown. Supposedly, yeah. so Garden City, I guess, was started by uh, the Chinese yeah. that lived here, the yeah. Chinese community that lived here. So, apparently, they're the ones that are responsible for these tunnels. Well, it's a lot of that volcanic downtown. activity, too, that they're harnessing the yeah. heat where they made those tunnels. Okay. Apparently, that was kind of help, especially in the winter. Just go underground and stay warm. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. there's over on the warm springs. Yeah. There's all that geothermal. Right. Yeah, and they have issues with that every once in a while. Yep. Kind of erupts. And... So, I'm just saying, dude, like, th so, so, according to some of the stuff that I've been seeing, yeah. like, you, and you mentioned Rumsfeld earlier, that $3 trillion that they found yeah. missing supposedly they've been spending trillions of dollars on this tunnel system yeah all uh, over the, the world the dumbs deep underground military ah, base dude. Uh, yeah I, I think i think within time and obviously we're uh, what two months away from the election right now yep. and every single election they have the october surprise where yeah. something large comes out from both sides so i think people uh, <laughs> what a, huh? 12 days yesterday was 13 days they said Oh, yeah. yeah. So what's going to be Biden's October surprise? That he's high on cocaine? Oh, you know what I mean? Like, what do yeah. they have on Trump? See, here's the thing. You know what the thing that really fucking pisses me off? So all these people, and look, like, I've actually never really been involved in an election until this one. Yeah. Until I, I, re yeah. I realized, like, how important something, it is. Something was going on and catching my attention, too. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, why are they attacking this dude so much? Exactly. Like, no one is going to be on the same page that much saying the same thing. So I was like, why yeah. the hate? And I was I like, couldn't, yeah. And I was like, it's like, why are these people so angry at this yeah, guy? What did he do? Exactly. So then you start looking at like what he's been doing and it's like, he, he, he said he was going to do this and then he did it. Lowering drug prices. Yeah. For virtually nothing. That's huge. Bringing American jobs back. Back to America. Getting us out of all the NAFTA deals and the TPP and all these exactly. terrible deals yeah. that we, that we got put in. So. The thing that I that I find really interesting is 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 this. I think the October surprise is gonna be that Fourteenth Amendment. Yeah, I, something you know I what think I mean. Something very significant that will 
shock people to their core, uh, wake people up that are not already awake, that do their own research, that are just blow, uh, blindly follow the TV. Yeah. Uh, that something big will occur, and uh, you know, it, you know, before before the virus, everybody would uh, say preppers, oh, they're they're crazy, they're just right wing crazy, and right. now everybody's like. Yeah, we should probably have a two, three month stock, uh, food supply stocked up. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're not crazy. A year ago, homeschool moms were all the. Now there must be, you know, super ultra religious and crazy. Now everybody's oh, I'm a homeschool mom. I'm a warrior. Like, right? It's, it's flipping, and people are slowly starting to come along and see like maybe you need to have some battery powered stuff. Maybe you need to have some bottled water on hand and a couple months food supply. Stock up on some gasoline for um, a generator, not your vehicle. You know? Right. Generators uh, and ammunition find, and shit. Exactly. Find something to protect yourself and your family that is not just a baseball bat or a knife. Find something that, you know, if it goes down, you know, you've got some steel-toed boots that you can wear. Right. And walk through the rubble. Uh, you know, some I think something big. The way it's going and the things I've seen that have slowly been increasing and the uh, the quickening, um, yeah, I think. Ooh, Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> well, also that yeah, that's actually that too. But from Art Bell, one of the old radio hosts. I yeah, I remember Art Coast Bell. To Coast yeah, he actually twenty years ago was talking about what's going on right now. And back then, these are the well, these people had legitimate medical degrees and degrees and were highly respectable scientists and. You know, doctors, and uh, they were talking about it back then. But they're, back then, they're just crazy talking to Art Bell at three in the morning. But now, right, everything's come to light slowly, and uh, yeah, people's the people that have opened their mind years ago are going to be more protected and and not have the really. It's going to be the shock PTSD. They're going to have people are going to have emotional issues. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, because during this lockdown, everybody's health has decreased. Suicide has skyrocketed. Yeah, it has. Uh, alcoholism, drug abuse has skyrocketed. Domestic, Domestic violence, violence has yep. skyrocketed. But nobody cares about any of that. Uh, there's, you know, countless deaths. And also, like I was saying... Um, well, you don't die thing, from anything other exactly. than COVID now. I was going to say, it's a good thing no one has got the flu and died this year from the flu. Right. Not a single person has ever had nope. the flu. So if you're listening to this, you've never had the flu Yeah. this year. It's all China virus. Yeah, you're you're all. The, I love this, how you say China virus. It's hilarious. The, the so, Kung flu. Yeah. That's... Well, supposedly, supposedly that they, they they originally made that in uh, the University of North Carolina. Oh, and then the uh, the Chinese doctor exported it to Wuhan. Something, yeah. Security lab. Yeah. So well, Fauci right... and Obama were, and then through the CDC, they gave them three and a half million dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's easy if people actually want to do their own research. They go go on DuckDuckGo, not not Google. Yeah. Uh, like you said earlier, the virus is patented years ago. Yeah. The tests were patented years ago. Yeah. The, I think it was Bank of America took out a, a insurance loan of like $2 billion uh, oh, wow. about six months before for specifically for the virus. Wow. And now it's under question from, uh, I think, Department of Justice or somebody. The DOJ? Yeah. And wow. uh, all this stuff has been patented or, you know, uh, years ago, and, and there's ownership behind it. Right. So there's a lot of money involved that people people need to question everything, question everything. Yeah. You know, even QAnon. QAnon, one of the main precepts is if you see something, question it. Do your own research. Don't blindly believe it because someone tells you, uh, you know, Netflix has pedophilia. If you don't believe it, go look it up. Yeah, it's on there. And, uh, you know, learn from yourself. Educate the people that are near you. Help wake them up that there's more going on. All these people that are anti-Trump. Uh, anti-border wall is one of the things I have an issue with. Right. Uh, if you're anti-border wall, you're pro-cartel. 
you're pro-human trafficking. Yeah. You want people to be enslaved. You want uh, violence. You want drug. You want all the drugs imported in here. Uh, you know, the border wall is to keep out the cartel. Basically. The people in this country that are anti-cannabis are receiving money funneled in through various, you know, shell corporations from the cartel. There's The cartel has enough money they can ma- manipulate anybody. They yeah. can influence politics. And Anti- they do. Anti-border wall is pro-cartel. That's what people don't understand. You're deliberate, whatever your race is, whatever your culture, you're supporting the cartel. You're pro-human trafficking if you're anti that. Uh, people that come out as anti-Trump, like, what are you actually anti that he is doing? You're anti-lower drug prices. You're, you're, you know, you're pro-cartel. What do you, what do you like? What do you, you, you want more wars? Do you want a crappy economy? Like, what are you actually complaining about? Biden has been in politics for almost fifty years. Right. Name one thing that he has done without mentioning the word Trump. Right. Like. Well, he passed that that uh, racist legislation in the nineties to in, to imprison. Thousands of black people for yep. minor cannabis infractions and minor fra- infractions. Yep. And some of those guys are still in prison 20, 30 years ago on minor things, all because of Biden and yep. Kamala Harris. Yeah. I just mentioned something he did without Trump mentioning Trump, though. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't yeah. mention anything good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's seriously. Like, it's like people that want to vote for him. Name one thing, the reason why you'd want to vote for him without saying anything about Trump. And then they just, like, well, it just insults you personally. Then. Yeah. That's, that's all they got. got. That's all, all they, they got. They try to fight you. You know, that's... Okay, cool. That that really proves a point. Yeah, my favorite one is like when I say something pro-Trump on it on somebody's thing when they're all anti-Trump and they're like, "Oh, you're just beating your chest," and I'm like, "Why? Yeah. By by telling you that he did these things?" Or they think you're Republican. You Trump is not Republican. No, Trump not at is all. not a Democrat. The closest thing he is is a Libertarian or a Constitutionalist. Right. You don't have to be right wing to support. No, the president. I mean, he's conservative for sure. Yeah, and, you know what yeah. I mean. Like I'm, I'm more. I, if anything, I'm definitely one of those. Yeah. Like I'm definitely conservative. Like I believe in like I go to work for stuff. Yeah, you know, I believe that you should <laughs> be flexible, and whatever your opinion is, don't bend it to make it match someone else's. Don't limit who you are. Yeah. Because this group doesn't believe in what you would like to support. Uh, you know, you don't have to put yourself in a box. Right. You know, like whatever race you are, if you support a party, doesn't mean that you're something an extremist like they claim nowadays well that's the crazy thing too if you've noticed it's it's so extreme yeah everything they consider everybody an extremist if if you don't believe in what they say you're an extremist you're an outsider a conspiracy theorist oh that's that's my favorite one (laughs) well you know what's funny is it's not a conspiracy theory when you have facts yeah there's a difference what i try to tell someone someone was like oh you're a conspiracy theorist i'm like well there's a difference between a conspiracy and a conspiracy theory. Correct. And either way, if you're using those words, all that means to me is you don't want to do your own research. Right. Your your mind is so closed, you don't give a damn what the actual truth is. You've got your head so far up your ass or buried in the sand, it doesn't matter. You just want to wait for it to go and ignore it, pretend it doesn't exist. That's not going to fix things. That's not going to help. You're going to lose your freedoms and your rights if you're not aware of what the truth is going on. Exactly. And you're giving up your freedom for uh, fake security. Well, it's false. It's like what was the 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 quote about that? Like Benjamin Franklin or somebody said. Oh yeah, if, if you give up uh, security uh, for freedom, or if you give up freedom for security, you deserve neither. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, it's they've been and see they've been doing this out for a minute. Yeah. Like, go back to nine eleven. Yeah. The you Patri- know what I mean? Patriot Act. We gave up. Well, I mean, just go back to the the event itself. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, we got attacked by. 
by the Muslim terrorists. Yeah. And like the reality of it is, is like, dude, Bush and those people and Cheney and all the motherfuckers were behind it. Rumsfeld. Yeah. They, what were they hiding? Yeah. The $3 trillion. Yeah. The gold that was supposed to be underneath uh, exactly. Chase Manhattan. Yeah. It, the Germans if, wanted their gold. If a few you years bring back. any of that up, all of a sudden you're just yep. making stuff up, even though right. you can scrub a certain amount of information off the internet or distort a certain amount of things that have been published, but you can't distort it all. Right. And there are facts yeah. that exist of those type of things. And nobody wants to talk about it. If you choose to ignore it, you're deliberately anti-truth. Anti that, that's exactly what it is. It's just crazy to me and how it's crazy to me too how they've divided so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're, you know, the more they ground people through the house and make you wear a muzzle oh, I know. to hide your face for no human connection. You know, like we're not wearing muzzles in here and we shake hands. Yeah. Uh, that's how humans should be. And, and I didn't wash my hands after I shook your hand either. <laughs> yeah. It's, I trust that you've like, you just yeah. do pre practice decent hygiene. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's all, <laughs> that's all it takes. And, and uh, yeah, that mask thing, dude, I haven't worn a mask. I wore a mask one time. Yeah. I had a union, uh, commercial gig I had to do. Oh. I had to. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, they basically wouldn't have let me on set. Like, yeah. they let me on set, but it was like, like, right. I had it down here for a while, and the one guy's like, hey, you kind of have to wear that, dude, it's the rules. And I was like, yeah, okay. And for what they paid me, dude, it was like, uh, yeah. you know. The couple times I did when they were allegedly enforcing it, so I just have my red bandana. I'm like, <laughs> if I'm going to wear it, I'm going to look like an old school cowboy. Right. And it intimidated people, and it was cool, because I could wear that in with a bank, my sunglasses on, and a sidearm. I'm like, hey, I'm following the law. Exactly. I'm coming out of the bank with my sidearm, the sunglasses, the hat, and the bandana on. You can't say anything because nope. I'm following the exactly. law. And you could have robbed the place. Not, yeah, and I'm like, people don't understand. Well, see, here's the thing, though. It's not a law. <laughs> no, exactly. It was That's never what I try to tell a people. fucking law. People are like, oh, it's a law. I'm like, the mayor cannot make laws. Nope. The mayor is making a polite suggestion. That's all it is. to follow it. That's okay, but they cannot arrest you or fine you or do anything for not wearing a muzzle. Nope. It's a strong suggestion. That's what a mandate is. Exactly. They can just be like, and well, dude, I've gotten rounds with people over this stuff. It's like, like the, even the Constitution. Yeah. I've gotten rounds with people about it. Like the words peaceable assembly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the one that sticks in my craw the most because like I literally like I had a person spend two days trying to argue with me over this. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. I work, you know, for the majority I work from home. Yeah. You know, anyway. Yeah. So I have time. Yeah. Like it doesn't affect my day at all. Yeah. Like I was just kicking it playing my guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, oh, I'm going to check Facebook. And it's like, you're dumb as fuck. And I'm really nice to people for the most part. Yeah. Like I don't like I, I – I try really hard not to call people names on there. Yeah. But, like, peaceable assembly. Like, what does that mean? I can go to a concert. I can go to church. I can go to yeah. a protest. I can go to the grocery store. I, that's all that means. And it's like, no, people are, are they're still being able to practice their religion. I go, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Peaceably, peaceably, excuse me, assembly. These people protesting peacefully are not mm -hmm. fucking peaceful. Yeah, that's the one interesting, especially that... Uh, Jack Asfayushi, he, uh, they came out and deliberately asked him, hey, do you think these riots right. are causing more China? And he's like, like well, he's uh, like, I don't uh, have any science to back that up. Any groups, large groups. But he's like, well, people can't go to church because it'll definitely transmit. But 5,000 people can go riot. and 100,000 fucking people in New York, dude. Yeah. In Brooklyn. They had, an, they had a black LGBTQT rally. He would deliberately not come out and, 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 yeah. and, uh, uh, 
you know, say that, anything that would cause the virus yeah. or anything. Like, Dude, how do you, how do you, how do people not pick up on that? That if you're you're just blatantly hiding. You're like, no, I can't tell you the truth because it's going to affect me. So I'm just not going to answer it. Right. And that's people exactly. aren't hearing hearing that. They're hearing like, oh, well, you can't go to church. You can't uh, go to a Trump rally. You can't. Right. Uh, but you can you go to, go to a concert. you can go to a hundred thousand people in Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. And they didn't they didn't spread they didn't spread the virus not there. One. Not one. Right. Yeah. But. Trump rally all of a sudden, and then the test doesn't come back for however many days back then. Oh, yeah. And two days later, mm-hmm. did you hear the new one about South Dakota? Oh, the uh, Sturgis. Sturgis. The, what, the 260,000 yeah. new cases. Yeah. But here's the deal. How many people show up at Sturgis every year for the rally, for the yeah. motorcycle thing? Like, about 260,000. Yeah. So every person that went had COVID, had the China They're virus. all tested in under 24 hours, apparently. Correct. And then they leave. When South Dakota... Never shut down. Mm-hmm. They had that big Trump rally. So th- here's the other thing that pisses me the fuck off. Clinton goes to visit the fucking uh, oh the criminal Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah, yeah right. Bernie Sanders, who wants to give everything away for free, goes and visits Mount Rushmore. Barack Obama goes and visits Mount Rushmore, and it's patriotic. Trump goes and does it, and he's a fucking racist. And he's killing grandma because they're not requiring masks. And get the fuck out of here, dude. It's so confusing. And, you know, the the more people I've talked to, uh, I haven't met a single person that agrees with the media. Good. The media is just literally lying to everybody, and everybody that I've talked to, regardless of their you know background, let's say a year ago, if they consider if they were registered or consider themselves left leaning or a Democrat yeah. or liberal, or whatever, or more conservative, uh, everybody is, uh, that I've spoken to is on the same page now. They're Good. like, this is messed up. Why the Trump hate? He's you know there's riots going on. Yeah. We need the police. This virus needs to go away or whatever. And uh, all this lockdown is magically, like magic, ending the day after the election, which is right. pretty awesome that the virus has a, uh, you know, a shelf self-destruct. Life. Yeah, shelf life is going to self-destruct <laughs> on November 4th. Uh, exactly. And all these people I've talked to are on the same page now. And I'm like, so the media is just lying about literally everything. Uh, and they're trying to convince people that this is what other people think. Oh, Biden is 70 points ahead in the, in the no, polls of Trump. And if you ask anybody, they're like, uh, you know, I might not like Trump. But I'm definitely not going for Biden. Right. And then they're like, well, I might not like Trump, but I'm anti-pedophilia, so I'm going to have to vote for Trump because right. he's trying to convict these pedof- pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there are people that lifelong Democrats or whatever they consider themselves, uh, even younger, uh, you know, the hipster liberals are like, uh, well, Trump is making more sense. Uh, right. Something is weird here. And they finally start to catch on that, hey, I, I feel weird. I feel like I'm probably being lied to. You get that, that weird feeling. You need to trust your your uh, instinct, your inner sense. Uh, people are just ignoring nowadays with, you know, the cognitive dissonance. No one is, like you said uh, earlier, people don't have the, uh, uh, you know, free thought awareness where they examine things. and Critically thinking. Critically thinking. Critical yeah. thinking. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, and. and uh, I've proven that on social media. I'll I'll post some picture and I write a lot like I'm a writer yeah. like I'm a songwriter and yeah. like writing's kind of something that I've just been really good at my whole life. Um so I write these things and I get these people and I'm like did you read what I wrote? Yeah, they yeah. And I catch them all the time I'm like oh I didn't. I'm like maybe go read what I wrote first before you say anything. Yeah. You just saw the picture. Yeah, you put effort into your writing. 
Yeah, I do. I put a lot of effort into it. So take the time, the two seconds to read it, rather than argue yeah. something that you don't. You might you might have already covered. Dude, I've just I've shown it so many times, and it's just like people. I posted one of those things, one of those joke things of like, "Hey, everybody, I've been into contact with in the last yeah. fourteen days," and then it's like I've. I'm infected with being an asshole, you know? And like, I had, yeah. I had all sorts of people like, Hey, you feeling okay, man? Like messaging me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? Did you read it? I'm still an asshole. Yeah. And they're like, well, I read your thing. And you I was like, did you? You just got to respond like, well, fuck off. Yeah. Like I said, I was an asshole. Did you miss that part? Yeah, they did. <laughs> dude, they just don't read. Like yeah. people don't read. That's scary though, really. Ah. It's scary. Like, like, dude, and I did it. It was hilarious. And I actually got in trouble. My agent yelled at me <laughs> for it because she's uh, like, uh, dude, wait till we get paid. This will come out long after we get paid. Yeah. So. Like, she's like, wait till we get checks from, from the, because I did that Toyota commercial. Yeah. That was in town. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. So uh, she's like, wait till we get paychecks from that before you're like posting this controversial stuff. Because she originally had texted me, is like, dude, quit posting controversial things. Controversial. And I was like, what did I post? And so she messages back, and she's like, I don't want to battle with. You. I was like, no, there's no battle. I was like, you got to be specific. Yeah. Because like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'm like, like I post a lot of stuff. Yeah. I was like, what do you? What specifically are you talking about? And she's, and then I got on the thing and saw the one. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a joke. And she's like, yeah, dude, but, like, listen. She's like, it's not that I disagree with you. But she's like, wait till we get paychecks yeah. from from the production company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, okay. So, yeah, with that, I think companies <laughs> and people, they're hypersensitive, and they're giving in to yeah. the cancel culture. They're giving in to all this. And I saw, I came up, oh, I, I, I get a couple of fitness magazines, and the last couple of ones were all about how white people are fitness magazines all about how white racist is taking over the you know fitness area and like dorian is a champion but he might have said something 35 years ago that was dude the only white dude to win the olympia since dorian is cutler yeah and and the rest of the dudes are black all these companies are are caving in and and what are they talking about pro blm and pro antifa and like, well, like these football. countries are gonna go under because no one's gonna support a company that supports terrorism, right? Which is what they're doing. It's not just it's terrorism. It is. It literally is terrorism. It's a political ideology to to. Uh, they're in, using fear to try exactly. to take power, and that that's is literally the definition defi- of terrorism. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, it's like, do you not understand basic? definitions or no nobody owns a dictionary or- well you should so i posted this one the other day it says uh what did we learn during the lockdown and it's like uh trump 2020 michelle yeah. obama is a man uh masks are useless Big yeah exactly yeah. you know what i mean like yeah, it's muzzles. just it's it's like the teachers in the top oh, yeah. half and then the rest of it's the little kids at school yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we've learned. Like, yeah. we already knew that Big Mike was Big Mike. Yeah. Have you seen the picture of Muhammad Ali's back no. on the top? And then on the bottom, fucking Big Mike's back while Michelle Obama's back? Oh, yeah. Dude, it's yeah. like, and you're going to tell me that's not a dude. Yeah, there's Come a, on. There's a lot of things that people really need to question deeply and not <laughs> and not throw their own nonsense of saying whatever. Yeah. Shut up for a minute. Open your mind. Be quiet. Calm yourself. That's a dude. Examine the evidence. Yeah. Think critically. Look at similar pictures, and then make a decision. If Adam's apple is bigger than mine, right? Dude, he's a linebacker. Something is going on. He's like six three, two twenty. And the uh, the Democratic National Convention, the videos that they aired, a few of those people, if you compare them to a picture from a year ago, look way different, huh? 
if you all of a sudden have a gap in your teeth that you didn't have a year ago, uh, you need to ask a damn question. What the hell is going on? Yep. Something is going on. They're critically. In, they're in Gitmo. Something is going on. Dude, did you see Barack? I'm waiting for it to pop off. Did you see Barack at the DNC? Yeah. That ain't him. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's straight. That looks like Jay Pharoah off of Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> straight up, dude. Guy's, yeah. You, he does a Barack Obama yeah. Oh, yeah. quite he, well. He does. They CGI'd his ass. And it's not that hard. You nope. watch, you know, I've watched that movie Independence Day. Hey. Yep. See, I Hey, I, I've seen the White House explode. You can't prove to me that that didn't actually happen. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking movie. Uh, right. They have special effects that can make things look real. Right. Uh, 19, I went to Star Wars in 1983. I watched the Death Star explode. That looked real as hell. Yeah. Prove to me the Death Star didn't le- legitimately explode. Right. You know, special well, effects. Prove to me we landed on the moon. A, I'm just saying. We could talk about that for three hours. Oh, well, easily. But you get. I, but that's yeah. the point. Is People, like, it's it's examine stuff. There's there's weird stuff going on. Ah. And if you're closed minded, and tell people that they're just conspiracy theorists or they're wrong or they're whatever right wing, uh, you're just refusing to examine stuff. That's my favorite part there's, is the right wing. Everybody like, you know, regardless other people that are non-white, black, Latino, Asian. All of a sudden, they're right wing. No, that's not how it works. No, these people are making a decision based on evidence, and then well, you know what it is. You know, all these people like working. Yeah. Oh yeah, having jobs. They like having jobs that pay Health well, insurance. taking care of their kids and their families. They don't want to stay home and receive a government check. I can I can tell you right now. You know, like on the, the my mom's side of the family, you know, the Puerto Rican side, like. Other than her, the rest of her family, her brothers and sisters, all have, like, lots of kids. Mm-hmm. My mom's only got two, but everybody else has minimum six. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, but working good jobs. Like, yeah. my, my my one uncle who I spent a lot of time with as, as a kid, he's a Marine. Hmm. Was a Marine. You yeah. know, is a Marine, however, yeah. you know. But he, he, he he's a lawyer now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, all these people like working. Yeah. All these communities are experiencing for the first time ever in in America are experiencing having money yeah. and being able to afford their homes and being able to buy their kids stuff. The American dream. They're they're actually <laughs> experiencing this stuff. Yeah. Like somebody tried to tell me, well, because what Trump put in, everybody's having to work like all these extra hours. And I'm like, dude, you're high as fuck. Like that was Obama. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. what Trump has done is he's brought back all the he's taken all the regulations off of all these places. Yeah. And he's he's brought the manufacturing back and he's brought the construction back. Raising business taxes. Yeah. And he's helping he's actually helping people mm-hmm. and he's he's done the, the black college the historically black colleges yeah. and the the unemployment for the African American the what the I, I hate that term black American community yeah. you know and the 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 Hispanic American community yeah. and the youth community he's he's taken all these different groups of people that traditionally the Democrats have kept poor yeah and that's facts yeah. that's not my opinion it's also, you know, along those lines, you look where all the fires are, the riots. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. They're in Democrat-run cities, yes. Democrat-run states. Yes. And all the Republican red states don't have any of it. Well, someone needs to, you know, think more critically about that. Why is it only occurring in right. Democrat-run cities with Democrat-run states? You know the dumbest thing I heard to that? Well, who'd want to live in a Republican-run city? 
And I was like, uh, I would. I would you, love to do if that. If you don't like riots, if you want them right. to still work, if you don't want to wear a muzzle everywhere, right? Uh, be a sheep, you know. Have uh, you read the thing? Be a wolf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that's your motto for your yeah. for your business? Be a wolf, not a sheep. Not a sheep. Yeah, yeah that's been your motto always. Yeah, since you, I've known it. Yeah, you know, be a think for yourself. Lead right? on your own. Be an alpha. Ha- yes, exactly. It's, Instead of being a beta. Have you read the thing? Don't be a vegan. <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's Eat some meat. Ultimate betas, yeah. Totally. Bottom ha- of the pool. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. <laughs> Have you read the thing? There's this. There's this. It's a it's a joke post, but it's so fucking funny. It basically goes like this: it's mom and dad, they're Democrats, they're liberals, and there's nothing wrong with being liberal. Yeah. I mean, it's fine if that's what you want to do. Everybody has their own yeah. choices to live. But the shit that's going on, that's not okay. But anyway, they have a little kid, little girl, little daughter. She's like five. And they come walking by my house one day, right? And, uh, oh, wow, hi, what's up, neighbors? And How's it going, little girl? Like, what do you want to be when you grow up? She's like, I want to be the president. I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. What would be the first thing you do when you'd be president? Well, I'd make sure no one was hungry and no one was homeless. And like, wow, all right, well, hey, I tell you what, you can get started on that right now. <laughs> oh, really? How? It's like, see this lawn? See them, tr- them bushes and all them weeds? Pull all them weeds, trim all my bushes, mow my lawn, rake all the leaves and clean up my house. I'll give you 50 bucks. Yeah. Take that 50 bucks down to the grocery store. Buy a bunch of $50 worth of groceries for that homeless guy that lives out front. And then you can make sure that dude's fed. Mm. This little girl looks up at me and says, well, why doesn't the homeless guy just come up here and work for the $50? And I said, welcome to the Republican Party. (laughs) Now our parents won't speak to me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? that's a that's an awesome story. Yeah, that's, that's it, well, it's that's, just a it's a joke. That's brilliant. Yeah, but it's that's, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. That's like <laughs> that's the difference. That really, yeah. Right. That's why, like I yeah, told you, you can make that into a meme. Yeah, that's yeah. That's, well, that's why I that's told quality. you. Like, I'm not a I'm not a Republican. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, neither am I. But you know what, dude? I would definitely join the fucking Republican Party over joining the Democrat Party because of yeah. the fact, and you know how it goes, being self employed. Who the fuck gives us anything? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, none of the all those bonuses and the, the, the when people uh, you know lost their job during the first lockdown and they were given the extra six hundred a week. I didn't uh, get that. Yeah. No. You know the only money I've ever yeah. gotten from the government in my entire adult life, the only money I've ever gotten was that twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. That's the only money I've gotten besides like tax returns. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? But that's my money yeah. already. Yeah. But that's the only money I've ever gotten as an adult from the fucking government. Yeah. And they're they're uh, teasing, tempting well, certain people. The you know, Pelosi is teasing the the left. It's obviously the left leaning people that hey, we'll give you more money if you do this for us. It's like a protection racket. Like yeah. we'll give you money, but you got to do this other dirty work. For She's us. on her way to jail. Yeah, I, I hope so. She is. But, uh, She's yeah, been so enabling the the insurrection and and the treason. Yeah, but they they keep offering these people money. Well. They're encouraging socialism, like stay home, do what you tell you, we'll right. give you money, but you gotta do this, all this other right. stuff for you. And Trump was like, uh, "Do you like working? Do you like having more money? Do you want to buy a nice car for yourself if that's what you right. choose? Do you like, do you like like feeling good about yourself? Yeah, do you do you want to be you know self successful? S- yeah, self reliant, self reliant, and maybe move up in your career. Well, you know, or you can be a socialist and. You can go work on a farm for the rest of your life and do exactly what we tell you and right. wear what you tell you. And, yep. You know, it's like, and you'll all be poor. Well, it's like the yeah, thing. Exactly. Capitalism, yeah. you have a few wealthy and everybody yeah. else is doing all right. Or you can have socialism and everybody's just poor. Oh, yeah. And then the list of countries where socialism's worked. Yeah. Oh, wait, there isn't one. Yeah, just like communism. Right. It's, it yeah. doesn't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, that's crazy. So 
<laughs> How do people get a hold of you uh, t- in order to find out about the Wolf Fitness Academy? Uh, I'm most active on Instagram right now. Okay. Wolf Fitness underscore Academy. Uh, and I've got my wolf logo on the front. It's the Alpha Wolf. So, you know, lead the pack. Be a wolf, not a sheep. I love um, that motto, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. It's really good. Yeah, I, you know, be an animal, be a leader, eat like a wolf. It, you know, uh, eat meat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. See it, Alpha. Don't be a sheep. Lead your own pack. Lead your own way. You know, make your own path. Uh, I also, cross posts on uh, Facebook. I believe it's under there. It's on uh, Wolf Academy Fitness. I have it backwards. Yeah. Uh, I have longer articles that I write on there. I try to write. Uh, Free articles and information, philosophy, health tips, fitness t- tips, things to actually help people, and not just nonsense memes and funny pictures. Functional. I don't. I don't hardly ever repost things that I find. I want to create my own content, my own videos, and I demonstrate exercises and things that I'm capable of to try to help encourage people to show them that they can be capable of that too, if that's what they choose. If they want to do something to show off, tear a phone book in half, for instance. Uh, yes. Dude, smash we got to talk about that later. Actually, smash a coconut with a you know palm heel strike in martial arts, which would be similar to hitting someone in the skull. Didn't you tear a deck of cards? Yeah, I can tear decks of cards yeah. in half. Yeah, I actually I taught a few people how to do that and uh, use that as bar tricks. It, oh man, I, I think a, I'm strong enough to do it for these you. days. It's wrist strength and a lot of thumb strength. So I yeah. went to a bar this a couple of years ago and and uh, you know I, I I when you learn that kind of thing, it's fun to show off. I yeah. don't get to show off much. So, uh, you know, I'm not big. I can't flex, you know, anything. And I've got a lot, a lot of money or anything. So uh, there was this legitimate bodybuilder bartender behind the bar, and I was with some friends. I was like, hey, man, you look like a big, strong dude. Weightlift? He's like, he's like yeah. yeah bro. <laughs> he flexes I'm up, I'm like, cool. Course. And I look at me. I'm like, look how small and frail I am, right? Like, I take this deck of cards out. I'm like, hey, if I can tear this and you can't, would you buy drinks from my friends? And I made it specific. I did not want to drink. I wanted to make a point. Yeah. Kind of be an ass, but yeah. fuck it. I was like, would you buy drinks for my friends? He's like, sure. I'm like, he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, look, man, look how big and strong you are. You saying, you saying you're not stronger than me? I'm look, look at you. Like you could, you know, bench press and deadlift me. You're big and strong, right? You strong, right? Come on, man. You're, you're tough, right? You're such an asshole. And uh, <laughs> he was like 230. He was lean. He was like 235, yeah. like 7% fat, you know, big dude. Yeah, just a big, clearly a bodybuilder. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he was like, he was like, fine, fine. And everybody was like gathering around. I'm like, oh my god, the entire bar's here. I'm like, I better pull this off. Now. Yeah, no shit, huh? Took out a deck of cards. I'm like, it's like you open the box, still sealed up, sealed up. You take the plastic off. They're like, this is a fresh deck. I haven't manipulated anyway. Right. He gets on it. Mm, it's grunting. Mm, <laughs> can't even turn it. He sets it down. Kind of puts his head down a little. Hands it over. I take it. Everybody's looking at me. I'm like, shit. I'm under pressure now. Oh, one nice. quick swipe tear the deck in half set it down I was like you can take that half a deck of cards let's see if you can tear that and I'll tear this other half so you can see that it's not a trick and I tore that half and quartered it nice it over to him and he's like fine gets everybody drinks and walks away won't make eye contact with him the rest of the night I'm like yup and people are like is that a trick I'm like yeah it's kind of a trick the trick is you have to be really strong right tear a deck of cards in half well and martial arts, if your grip is that strong, you can grip someone without them letting go. You can right. literally tear parts off. You can control them. Yeah. Physically. Or if someone has a hold of me, I can take their hand and, you know, break their fingers with my grip or peel their hand off or wrist or right. anything like that. It's great for self defense. It's great for functional 
real life work. Right. Uh, but, you know, you can use that as a show off technique to demonstrate strength like the old time strongman. Yeah. Which I find fascinating. Those guys were just slightly bigger than me. I'll never get big, but I can do those crazy things like tear a phone book or deck of cards or um, uh, bend a frying pan, roll it up. Nice. Uh, you know. Can you do that? Yeah. What? You got to teach me that one. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's fascinating. It's, it's finger strength and dexterity, and a lot of it is thumb strength. I have strong thumbs. So, like, when we grip a barbell, we're only using our four fingers. A thumb gets so weak with everything. When you have to use that thumb, right. that's when you learn that there are, you know, um, you've neglected certain muscle groups that are very I get hard it. to train. You know what's funny is this this thumb is bigger than this thumb. Yeah. You know why? Guitar. Yep. Because yeah. I anchor yeah. with this thumb um, on the fretboard. <laughs> yeah, you will have great finger strength <laughs> yeah. and dexterity in that hand. Yeah, this yeah, hand absolutely. is. Well, and I'm a lefty actually too, yeah. but I play righty. Which is, I'm just back, I'm ass backwards, yeah. but I know exactly what you're talking about. So it's like. Without control, yeah, you might actually be able, untrained, with your own natural strength, be able to tear a deck of cards in half. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I do a lot of str- uh, grip training when I train. Oh, yeah? Anyway, well, yeah. like plate pinches. Oh, and, you know, yeah, absolutely. And farmer's carries yeah. and things like that. Because well, it's it's part of the. Yeah. Oh, no, those are excellent. Uh, yeah. For grip training. The it's part of the yeah. gig. Well, yeah. and, uh, once again, functional training. Because yeah. I'm all about the functional training, too. Train every part of your people. body yeah. equally. Well, yeah. most of us, like, I, like when I body built, like, when I competed, when I actually competed, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I trained 180 degrees different than I do now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is what you've got to do. Yeah. yeah. And, well, I lived a whole, like, you know, Dorian Yates was a yeah. monk for 14 years. I was yeah. a monk for three. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, I didn't leave the house unless I was going to eat. It was like, foot. It was, you know, it's like football players, like yeah. football. I was like, <laughs> I was like, lift weights, eat chicken. Yeah, you muscle know. head. Yeah, go home, watch wrestling. Yeah. Sleep eight hours every day. Carry yeah. jugs of water, you yeah. know? And then you get big and lean. Yeah. But also educated because you have to learn how to do it. Yeah. Well, exactly. And now, you know, and you know this, like, it's just like every day, what do you do? The same shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wake up every day and drink my amino acid water. Yeah. And, you know, like, that's my first thing I do, and I'm hydrated, and then I get my protein, and then I do this, and it's it's just habit at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, habit becomes a lot easier over time when you make slow changes yep. and, and develop that. And then people ask, well, how can you do that? Well, like, over time, yeah. it becomes effortless. Yeah, like it's just autopilot now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it and it's not effort you put. And then when you do put effort forth into something else, Yep. That might be a little harder for you. It'll, it'll it's be easy. easy. That's what I tell people. I go, yeah. well, like my big thing now when I train is my 20 sets in 20 minutes. Oh, wow. That's just what I do. Yeah. I Every day. Doesn't matter yeah. what day it is, leg day, it's 20 sets in 20 minutes. So I do, I do you know, giant sets and yeah. tri sets and to get it done. Right. Right? It's like there's no point in being here for longer yeah. than 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, fuck that. So I walk to the gym. You know, I get in there. I'm 20 sets in 20 minutes. About a set, you know, about a set a minute. Yeah. And uh, I'm done. And and I always I always make the comments at home. I'm like, yeah. So I got there, and the one guy there was like the same three dudes were there. Yeah. For probably 30 minutes right. when I got there. It's just like when I was at the Grove. Yeah. I'm sure I made the joke to you down on the landing yeah. when we go outside. You know what I mean? It's like these dudes are up there for 30, 45 minutes, and then I get there, I'll get all my shit done. Yeah. And then leave, and then like I'd come outside for a minute, waiting on a new client or my next client or whatever. Go back up, and the same dudes are still up there. Yeah, and the funny thing, uh, a year from now, you could go back. And they'll look, the, look same. the same. Exactly. Exactly. And then you'll be completely different in yep. whatever you were training for your goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. That pe- yeah, the well, like this year, I'm bigger this year than I was last year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for whatever, I guess that seven-month break really helped me out. But, yeah. I mean, but you get the point. Like, right. you're one of the few people I love talking fitness with because you get it. Yeah. 
Like it's super simple. It's like, hey, let's just do. And you know what's what's even crazier is like I don't do any different exercises. Yeah, I do all the same exercises I've been doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, yeah, that's the thing too. The, the more you do it, you can do that same exercise, but there's so many fine small intricacies in it. Yep. That you can manipulate your, you know, your uh, time under tension, your breathing, yep. which muscles you're contracting, what your you're doing. Your rep speed. Your, yeah, everything. Yeah. And that makes it a world of different yep. compared to someone else who's just going through the motions. Or change the order of exercises. Yeah. Dennis Wolf, I learned exactly. that from him. Yeah. Just like, how do you change your routines? He goes, I just turn, I just start with the thing right. I was doing last, I do it first. Yeah. And I just go down the list that way. Yeah, I did that for a while too. Huh. And it really improves whichever you're working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and that makes it a huge, and you could, you know, have, so much stronger and so much better muscle definition and separation. These other guys will look exactly the same right. year after year. Right. And they well, and they think, eat like shit too. Yeah, and they think they're pushing it. They think they're doing it correctly. Ah. But why do you look the same then? If right. you're a personal trainer and you don't look like you work out, why should I respect you? Yeah. Why should you? I give you money? Why should I believe acknowledge anything you say? It's going to be wrong if you don't apply it to yourself. Like you, like uh, I remember one of the times I saw you training someone. You're the only person I ever saw doing the correct original way of doing the hack squat with the barbell. Oh, the barbell hacks. Yeah. And, and I was like, very few people know that exercise uh, anymore. Or the Jefferson lift. The, exactly. And the proper way. And I'm like, okay, this guy obviously, obviously knows what he's talking yes. about. Yes. You know who he, taught me that? Richie Gaspari. Oh, no way. I, he, yeah. I bought, I bought a fucking supplement pack from bodybuilding.com store, the old yeah. store yeah. over on Milwaukee. Yeah, I love that place. And I got this DVD of him and Flex Lewis, yeah. James Flex Lewis, yeah. whom I've, I've met James Flex Lewis several times. Oh, he's a times. cool guy, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's won seven two twelve Olympias. Massive. And now he's going to the Open. To the Open. I know. I, awesome. Dude, he's a beast. He's going to, yeah. I, he's training him in the video back when he was signed, before he signed with BSN. Yeah. And barbell hack squats. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I was sitting at my apartment over, yeah. up in the North End by myself yeah. eating chicken <laughs> in my room on my computer yeah. in the dark. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, I'm Eight like, man. I'm like four months out from, from whatever competition I was yeah. doing. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Barbell hack squats. Okay. Yeah. So I went to that same gym because it was Gold's gym back then. Yeah. Right? Got on the squat rack, bought the barbell down, and put a couple quarter plates on it yeah you don't need a machine ah you know proper and got the thing and like oh wow, this is kind of cool yeah so it's for your quad sweep yeah for your outer your outer sweep yeah so it's like now i don't do any of that shit i just i leg press i leg curl and yeah. i leg extension and that that's about it yeah but yeah dude so that exercise i learned from watching this video and it's like it's the best exercise yeah that's really oh. cool and, and a lot of the traditional exercises like that people have gotten away yeah for what reason? Well, because you know the drill. The what machines are in there? Yeah, see, that's, that's people. And I love machines. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, right. That's the one thing. People, it's like you're choosing sides. Either machines or free weights. You can have both, and you can have the bands, and you can have the kettlebell and the Osa ball and the yoga ball. They're all beneficial in yeah. certain ways. You can't say machines is all you need. Free weights are dangerous. No, they're not. Well, free weights is all you need. Machines are for the new people that don't need to, well, no, pro bodybuilders use both. Yeah. Pro athletes use well, both. Well, my favorite are the hammer strength plate loaders. Oh, those are incredible. That's why the gym I'm, are, I'm training at now, they have yeah. all the hammer strings in there. Those are yeah. those are cutting edge. Yeah, they're the, great. The ergonomics and the, the yep. body position. Yep. 
and the different grips and the positionings yeah. and the the nice thing I like about them is they're machines. Yeah. But they're plate loaders. Right. So you can actually like put some, like the, like my favorite one is the the back row machine. Oh, those are awesome. Right. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can th- I can throw some weight on that. Yeah, there was those a time. Are real cool. See, I stopped I stopped all barbell training. I don't yeah. use any barbells any longer. There was a time when I was competing. Uh, I used to train at the YMCA downtown. Yeah. Uh, when I was getting ready for my second and third show. Nice. I was doing, I was up to, with wrist straps, obviously, I was doing four plates a side barbell rows. Wow. Like, I yeah. mean, and for legit reps. Yeah. Like, I was getting, like, six to ten legit reps. And, like, now, dude, like, I, like, yeah, dude. I'm, you know what I mean? Not that I can't do it. Yeah. It's just that, like, the stress that it puts on you. Right. You know what I mean? That's all, dude, people don't realize. It's like when I hear the guys are like, oh, I can bench. 405 and I'm like dude you can't even lift the 100 pound dumbbells yeah the fuck out of here you can bench fucking 405 bounce that off your chest there's no way yeah there's just no way if you can't lift 100 pound dumbbells yeah you know what I mean yeah like there was a time dude the 150s like I wouldn't try it now I would I just wouldn't even try it now there was a time though like on an incline like on a 25 degree incline there was a time yeah how the fuck you lift that just do well like again when you're bodybuilding yeah and you're so focused laser yeah focused that's all you care about and that strength comes because you train for strength and yep. you train a certain way long enough and it develops and develops and develops yep. that's why those power lifters are ridiculous oh god they can't run 100 feet but they can outlift you in oh, anything yeah, yeah. but throw, a- throw 800 pounds on a bar and they'll squat it yeah well in those days too I had training partners yeah. always now to I just train I train alone yeah you know? Yeah, well, it's a spot mainly. Oh, yeah. You, mainly yeah. it's just to have them there to spot. I hate training with people. Yeah. Personally. Like, you're like that too, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, uh, you know, sometimes it's nice. Or if I'm trying to help somebody else learn or become comfortable. With yeah, that's like okay. That. But if, uh, you know, if it's rare because, you know, I want to train a certain way. I Like you're like you, you program your workout in, you know, detailed, very specific yeah. ways. Yeah. Once this rest period is over, you better get out of the way because I'm going. Yeah. Uh, we're going. We we can talk, but you better be quiet when it's time to go. Yeah. Well, uh, the, and it put your headphones you. on and roll. Yeah. And then when the set's over, it's like blah, 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 right? You know, whoops. Yeah. And then throw your headphones back on. Yeah. You know, well, because, and that's the thing, you know, and I see that in you too, is just like, like, I'm not in there to fuck around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're here to have a purpose. Yeah. Well, why, why are you there if you're not? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Wolf Fitness Academy on Instagram and also on the Facebook. Um, you gave the spellings of all that stuff. Yeah. And another way, if uh, people want to email me and find out about my services, eight five zero fitness at gmail dot com. Eight five zero fitness. Perfect. So eight five zero fitness at gmail dot com. Yeah. And that's another way to get a hold of you. And then you you besides doing like stuff in the gym, you obviously do the martial arts training with people as well and uh, do yeah. private lessons. Yeah. It, it, basically anything health and fitness related. I can you know create nutrition guides, uh, train people at their home or wherever they're comfortable with martial arts, self defense. I can do it all privately. I've trained some people that uh, didn't want want to be seen in public or needed privacy for specific reasons to right. learn self defense. Um, I would do that or personal train in any gym or cool or soccer moms. Yeah. I've trained just about <laughs> all types. I've of trained a lot of soccer people. moms yeah. actually yeah. back when I was at the factory, I did all that. Cool. Well, thanks for coming, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Here. This is fucking rad. Yeah, it's, it's good to see awesome. you again. Yeah, it's been a minute. Too.
True. It's been since, what, April is the last time I saw you? Yeah, it? everything gets kind of distorted with the time, all this oh, grounding. And it's crazy. Oh, that's actually, that's right, because I was on my way here that day. And, and then we everything were, uh, started changing. Yeah, we went. We stopped by the fitness place over there on uh, Shamrock. Yeah, where I, Justin's yeah. place. I can't remember. He was kind of weird about us being there too. <laughs> yeah, to everybody. I don't know. Maybe me and you set off a uh, weird vibe with people that they're just like uh, something's. I don't know. We're a little too open-minded for people, right? It's like you know. Well, we were just there like checking out his stuff. <laughs> Like, you know, somebody called and was like, there's people stealing your stuff. And it's just like, no, like, like there's no gyms open. Yeah, you can't run away with a, uh, an Atlas stone that yeah, weighs 300 yeah. pounds. Dude, there's like literally, there's a row of Atlas <laughs> stones like, in the back. Let's steal an Atlas stone and walk away with it. Yeah, what the it. fuck am I going to do with an <laughs> Atlas stone? Like, fuck off. Yeah, no shit, huh? Well, I, and I told you I had met that dude because uh, when I was running that detail shop, yeah, um, he bought that truck from one of the people, one of the dealerships that we would detail the vehicles yeah. for. And so he brought it in, and I detailed it for him. It was that yeah. black Toyota. Yeah. And, like, dude, I had that thing shining like a pearl. Yeah. Like, he came to get it. I, and I, if I remember right, he tipped me 50 bucks oh. for doing that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, yeah. you know, I did a good job. <laughs> yeah. took me five fucking hours. It's like getting tattooed. You better tip if it's a quality job. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. what we do. But <laughs> that's funny. But so anyway, party peeps, uh, this is episode three. Sorry about your feelings here from the safe space. Uh, we went Facebook Live at the beginning, and uh, I don't know what happened. They probably didn't like the fact that I was talking now. Freedom of speech. So, because they probably hate me as it is, you know, whatever. Uh, Channel 99 Studios on the YouTubes. Uh we're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on whatever streaming platforms there are out there. I'm not smart when it comes to that. So, like, I could fix your guitar amp, but I don't know much about the internet. Um, but that's a wrap. I want to thank Tim Meyer, my producer, and my guest, Colin Wolf, for coming in tonight. We'll see you when we see you. Later. <laughs>